3: is proudly sponsored by complete signs.co.uk complete signs are a producer of top quality internal and external signs for an ever-expanding portfolio of clients including hotels schools local authorities and small businesses across the nation offering a wide range of creative solutions from flat metal nameplates to neon fascia signs and everything in between clients are offered the highest standards in consultation and sales support to ensure complete customer satisfaction with clients free to choose solutions from a wide variety of materials, including brass, aluminium, stainless steel, wood, and a number of plastics. Covering most of South England with virtual offices in Croydon, Epsom, Hawley, Worcester Park in Surrey, Crowthorne in Berkshire, Regent Street West London, Docklands East London, and Crawley in Brighton in Sussex. So, if you're looking for the complete professional service for your sign needs, then look. No further than Complete Signs. Head to their website, completesigns.co.uk, for further information, including contact details and full office addresses.
0: Live commentary. Intercepted by Dwight, Dwight Gale, running forward now.
3: Takes a shot from the edge of the area. quite shot, great save. Told you we could hit him, Ben. Uh, Chris, you mentioned to me earlier
4: about the speed of his shot. and uh, The shot from Dobby
5: goes high and wide, but that shot from Dwight Gale really did trouble the goalkeeper. Live
6: interviews. To be fair, we, we were scratching around trying to find somewhere else to go and there was a cafe open so we just thought, oh, I thought that we'll go in and have a cafe, like a breakfast, you know, there's people walking to work and we're just so coming in and our dancing gear and whatnot. It was, uh, it, was, it was quite funny to be fair, we all sat there having egg, eggs, benedict, and chips and a cup of tea. it was no oh, alcohol drunk, that was the stupid thing, you know, talking about us celebrating, we're all having cups of tea.
0: Expert
5: analysis. It's a it's a pre-kicks Palace on the edge of the box. It was a uh, trialist orange boots
2: who who was tripped on the edge of the box. Um, You've trialist orange boots. Yeah, we're going to call him trialist. Like trialist is his first name, and or- orange boots is like a double barrelled surname. Sam's
0: Dutch. Well, most of the time, anyway. Homestale Radio.
2: Hello, good evening, and welcome. It's my tribute to David Frost there, the late David Frost. Um, Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Homesdale Radio Transfer Special. I am Chris Hambling, and I'll be your host for this evening as we bring you our look at a spectacularly busy transfer deadline day for Palace. Uh, We'll also take a look over what we were discussing yesterday when the show had to be aborted for technical reasons. So there might be some repetition of discussion and jokes and various other little bits and pieces. Um, My presenters tonight will vary considerably. Um, we have uh, Steve. Hi, Steve. Hi, Chris. You all right? Uh Yeah, I'm fine, yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Just, don't, don't need to ask me that now. We'll talk about that some other time. And we also have Ferhad. Hi, Ferhad. Hi, Chris. Yay, Ferhad's microphone's quiet, so he's going to have to shout. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, uh, yeah, so what we're here to do tonight, um, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the business we've done so far and, and hopefully, you know, what's still being rumoured that we will do. It's been absolutely hectic for Palace. Um, and we'll be keeping you company right up until that window shuts, and I dare say a little bit beyond that as well. Uh, we may or may not have a guest during that period. Been up in the air at the moment, not too sure. It's been a busy day for a lot of people. Uh, we really you know, love to hear from you, get your views on the players that we've signed and what's still floating about out there. Chances are, if you're watching Sky Sports News while listening to this, you may well uh, hear about done deals before we do. Uh, so information's sort of moving and changing all the time. Uh, to contact the show today and do that, you can send us a tweet to at H-O-L radio on Twitter. You can message us on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash H-L-H-O-L radio. Hmm. Uh, you can email us. It's radio at homestyle.net. Uh, you can possibly even give us a call. It's on our brand new phone number. It's 0208 1234098. And finally, you can visit the whole radio chat room. It's wholeradio.net forward slash chat. No idea if there's anyone in there. There usually is. Uh, anyway, we'll begin with a quick message from our sponsor, and then we'll start the chat. Oh, I've said that without telling Mikey I was going to do that. My, you, you remember how um, he's listening, don't worry. Remember how we have like news in brief, and then we have like a, an advert. It's, that's that's what that was for. But you just heard an advert, so why would you hear another one? Um, anyway, <clears throat> I'll take that back. That's what happens when you start reusing the same introduction, Steve, as, as I wrote yesterday. Um, it's all been a bit crazy, really. So, let's let's have a conversation. Um, first of all, it's been absolutely manic. It really, really has. I mean, so many different rumours, so many different uh, things that seemingly done deals. And as with any transfer window, anyone's dealings seem dependent on other people's dealings. And the massive news today it was, uh, you know, a lot of money got spent in the wake of um, Bale's deal yesterday. Um, but for us, I don't think that's had any major bearing. But what we have done is we brought in a, a huge number of players, and we're going to start to talk about those now. Um, we may sort of dip in and out of what's happened in the last week as well um, in terms of the Bristol City game. Um, we don't want to dwell on that. We had a bit of a chat about that yesterday, ended in an argument with me and Joel and some very negative comments. And then um, and obviously we'll have a, have another look at Sunderland. I think we covered a lot of that yesterday, but unfortunately that's not going to be available as a podcast, so we will be going over that. But the, the big news... Um, if I start with you, Steve. With um, well, we've signed. I'll give you the very quick list of what we've signed, and we'll talk about how that's happened and what sort of. Dip, I'll give you a quick rundown. Um, you should know. any um, like Barry Bannon's been signed. He's um, he's a midfielder that Gerard Julio, compared to Xavi and Iniesta, and um, in very favourable terms. But Aston Villa fans don't seem quite so keen as Gerard Julio was. Um, but he's joined us on a three-year deal. Uh, and Holloway managed him once before at Brighton, so I'll we'll have a little chat about him in a moment. We've signed Adrian Mariapa, uh, got him from Reading, it's another three-year deal. Uh, came through the ranks at Watford, he's 26 years old, he's a Jamaican international, got 12 caps for them. Um, got Premier League experience, so that's that's um, strengthening in the, in the centre-back position. And um, yeah, there'll be all sorts of uh, fallout from that, I suspect, with uh, the rumours of some outgoings, which we'll come to in a moment. Um, we've also signed Jack Hunt as a right back, uh, you'd imagine that's just competition for Joel Ward because we don't have a, a sort of out and out right back to, to sort of come in in that position, um, he's signed a, a longer deal, a four year deal and I think those who were at Huddersfield last year will remember he has very very good very very good game against Wilf uh, <clears throat> see I'm starting to run out of breath already, uh, Jimmy kebe signed a three year deal, uh, he's a very very talented winger, if slightly injury prone we've got him from Reading um oh apparently we do have a caller that's a bit early hello uh, hello chris speaking right mate um i've
7: got the number of, <laughs> i'm on the uh hl yeah yeah mate yep yeah is it all right to just have
2: a quick chat about the transfers yeah, it is yeah i was in the middle of uh going through them yeah but of course you can mate um anything specific danny. <laughs> first? danny hello mate you alright? right yeah not bad uh, i'm just going
7: through the transfers today i just thought i'd sort of throw it out there um, Moyes was on um he's been quoted as saying on this Man United website that uh Wilf, um he'll get his chance in the coming weeks, which I didn't think was a, a massive endorsement for a player that they spent upwards of fifteen million on. Mm. Yeah. Um with with Moses going uh, to Liverpool as well, another ex Palace player, it just made me feel sure, well, I know we've done well in the transfers and we've got some, you know, mm. decent players in. But it just made me wonder, you know, have we have we done enough? Have we done as much as we could do? Especially with Moses going to Liverpool, you know. Ex palace legend going all the way up north when we're just down the road and it, we were never linked with it.
2: Not not yeah, so much of the palace of tribe type thing. I, I know what you're saying. Obviously, it's hard to know if anyone's if if we made a phone call or anything like that. But I dare say we'd have a hard time competing with Liverpool for uh, for any player. Money wise, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you know, not just I think as much as Victor loved his time at Palace, I think you know he he probably sees himself as. You know, if it, well, yeah. if he's got if he's got a chance to go at Liverpool over Palace, he's gonna go. He's gonna go Liverpool, isn't he? Yeah. You know, with the greatest I suppose, respect. I mean,
7: I just thought he's, he's on the he's on the bench at um he's on the bench. Well, doesn't feature that regularly for Chelsea. I can't really see him featuring that more regularly for Liverpool because I've got um, Suarez is coming back. I think he's got what two games left of his ban. That's right. Suarez yeah. is on fire, so I can't. I and, just, and he, I, if, you he, think if he's Rick- going for game time. Then I think he's made the wrong move. If he's going because he's, you know, he knows he's and he wants to keep his reputation up, then fair enough. But if he's going to get actual time on the pitch, I don't think he's made the right choice there. Which is why I thought he might have, or, or we might have tried to get him in because he'd have been guaranteed yeah. one of the first names on the team sheet.
2: So might have oh, I absolutely would, and in, and in a position that we've been looking at the whole, Probably. you know, the whole yeah. time. But I, I, you know, part of me thinks that it's very hard. I think it's similar, similar to the situation with Wilf as well that. Although Wilf's not playing, I think, well, I know from, from what he said to, to people who have spoken to him that,
8: yeah.
2: you know, he, he's, he, he feels like he's moved on. And I, I'm sure Victor's probably the same. He feels like he's moved on. It doesn't mean he hasn't got an affection yeah. for Palace. But I think he'd have a hard time convincing players sometimes to go back, you know, to, to, to come back to yeah. us. Uh, I think would yeah, have to I say, think,
7: yeah.
2: Sorry, mate. I've, I've just been looking
7: at the, the, the transfers coming in as the day goes on. And I'm, like I say, I'm not knocking anyone at the club because I know we've done. You know, I know what sort of position mm. we're in, so I know we're not about to sign Ronaldo or anything like that. But there have just been some other things coming in. Like uh, Swansea got Vasquez in for uh, two million,
8: mm.
7: and it's, we never seem to get linked with these players. It just seems at the moment that we're we're going for sort of not not a stab in the dark exactly, but the only one we've bought of any we bought in, I think, of any real quality out of all the signings that we've made, and there's been a lot. Is Shamak and Bannon. I've all the rest of them. I, you know, Gale's still got a lot to prove. Got a good the weekend, but again, still very raw.
2: Look, Just, we, yeah. I, I, know, I don't know, I know well, either yeah. he or what. I don't know. I, know. I know where you're coming from. I mean, I think I think if you look at the noise coming out of the club when when I'll always talked about how hard the window's been, and he made a comment after the, um, the Sunderland game. Which um, may or may not be on our little clip we'll play a little bit later on, yeah. where he said um, he goes. Well, after that performance, it might not be quite so hard to convince people to come to Palace now. And yeah. I, you know what I mean. I, I think there's a bit of that in there. And if, but you, you know, you look at the players we've targeted. Yeah, we've we've looked at some of the the better players in the championship. You know, we we, we made inquiries for Bridcut and Joa and we tried to get. Yeah. Um, you know, Vaz Tay, although he's Premier League now, hasn't really played in the Premier League. We, tr- You know, there was a rumoured loan for him. There's, You know, there's yeah. all sorts of stuff. We we put a bid in for Callum McManaman. You know, we've yeah. done we've done quite a lot. But, I mean, the players we have brought in, you know, Kebe's played in the Premier League. Um, yeah. You know, he's got experience there. Mariap has played in the Premier League. He's got experience there. They're the sort of players that they're available. You know, <laughs> that's the, the big yeah. thing. They're available and, and they want to come back to the Premier League and they're not so bothered about Yeah, that. I they're think that like,
7: might be a season I think you might have hit the nail right on the head and because I'm so, because I've got my red and blue glasses on, I probably didn't even think about it, was that you've got, you, you really have, it's a case you've got to convince these players to come to Palace and it's probably not the most
2: fashionable or the biggest choice, and that's probably the, what they're fighting against more than anything else, I would say at the minute. I think, I think interestingly, we're, um, you know, we're, we always, we know how good Palace is, and interestingly, the yeah. players that have joined have have talked about the playing in front of the fans and what have you. I think Steve's got, Steve's got a little bit of feedback for you, mate, just before you you go. Yeah.
9: Yeah. Hi there, Danny, Steve. Um, There was, there was a couple of things. Um, Firstly, just wanted to to go back to what you were saying before about obviously Wolf staying at Man United and Victor Moses going to Liverpool. I think one of the the, the big things that we've, we've said is how important our, our youth policy is for us. And one of the great things that we get to advertise is the likes of, of Wolf at Man United, and Moses yeah. uh, now at Liverpool was at Chelsea, and I think it's it's a really positive thing to to have both of them being at, at big clubs. Um, yeah. On top of that, as well, in terms of people we've brought in during the window, um, yeah, I think we, we do struggle um, still in terms of being able to fight off sort of both the bigger clubs and also some sort of possibly sort of more attractive clubs in the Championship um, yeah. for, for, for players. But I think we have been quite sensible in some of the players we've brought in. And I know one of the things that Holloway wanted was to make sure that we had competition. Uh, at least yeah. you know, every position in the side had at least somebody competing for it. Um, um, and, and certainly with that scattergun approach that people have been talking about, we certainly have got that. Yeah, uh, massively.
7: Well, thanks for that, lads. Just before I get off and listen to the rest of the show, how good was Joe Ward on Saturday?
2: Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. In our aborted show yesterday I couldn't I honestly mate, I couldn't say I can't say enough about him. Funnily enough I was talking to a mate of mine um, on the way to work. Did today, you throw one saying, of
7: your beers on a wire hammer and cut it well, all
2: off? Yeah, I think that might have been it mate. <laughs> <laughs> but like um, no, he was an Arsenal fan and he was he was watching the game and as much as he mentioned the, the atmosphere which he would as an Arsenal fan, wouldn't you? But um, yeah. <laughs> but he he also he also mentioned Joel Ward. He said like he said every tackle was just Joel Ward and um, yes. it's just unbelievable. Uh, breaking news, just so, while you're on, I, there's some sort of news that um, Neil Ashton, who you'll know is a very respected ge- journalist currently at the Daily Mail, but um, yeah. in various other places, is just saying that there's a he has a feeling Andrew Johnson will be heading home to Palace. Wow, that would be good. Yeah, there we go. Um, that would be good. All right, mate. Listen, cheers, I'll let you go on the I rest of can... the show. Keep Thanks, up Mal. with the good work, mate. See you soon. Nice one. See you soon. See ya. Bye. Bye. And what I really um, enjoyed about that uh, phone call from Danny is that I answered it like I was answering my mobile phone. Did you notice that? It was bad. Never done that before.
8: <laughs> anyway,
2: so, um, so let's, uh, furhead. I'm going to try and get you involved here. Um, I know, Steve, you've just told me you want to talk about AJ, but no, Ferhat, I'm going to talk to you first, mate. Uh, what would your, your feelings be if we re-signed AJ, given his injury history and the fact that he's currently a championship striker? Good point, Furhead. Um <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Oh, that's going to go well. Steve, off you go, mate. Yeah. Um,
9: well, one of the things that, that I, was, I was talking about a bit with, with Palace fans on Twitter earlier was the, uh, the rumour about AJ being the contingency plan if uh, if Ben not come off. Um, obviously, it's, it's brilliant uh, in some ways having somebody that's, you know, I think most players, if they... So most fans, rather, if they talk about premiership, um, you know, being associated with Palace, the name that always comes up is AJ. But my one worry is since he left us, he's been sort of somewhat injury prone. um, And I'd be interested to see if he did come back to us, if he could keep off the, uh, the injuries, then obviously and keep himself fit, then obviously he'd be fantastic for us. But my, my one concern would be, again, paying out more wages for somebody that could end up on the uh, on the injury bench.
2: Yeah, I mean, just, I, I was kind of just thinking out loud, really. But um, I kind of, part of me says that he would almost be taking Phillips' place on the bench and uh, coming on as, a, as an impact striker were he to join. But, I mean, to be honest, there's... there's because there's rumours breaking all the time. I mean, someone was said we're we're backing for Mohamed Sissoko. He's not even on my list to discuss. And you know, he'd be a massive signing. And and this AJ things just come back out of nowhere. now we know AJ talked um, to a few people about wanting to come back in uh, the Player of the Year. Do uh, and he, he spoke shortly after that. Uh, you know, officially for QPR and said that um said essentially that uh, he was um. Uh, you know going to stay and re- repay QPR for their loyalty now quite what that means I, I, I'm not I'm not sure now for, for the current situation evolving but that's what happens on, on transfer deadline day things change really really quickly um, so let's yeah let's just really hope that that happens um, because I just think it'll be a person that's just from my perspective I just think there'll be a huge boost um, to have one of our heroes coming home it's you know, I, I don't think there's any real danger of him sort of spoiling our memories. I, I really don't. He's he's getting goals for, for QPR. He's playing sort of 90 minutes. I think, you know, I think I wouldn't say his injury problems behind him. They've certainly had an impact. They certainly won't be as quick as he used to be and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, I think it's easy to forget when time passes just how good he was. Um, and I think it. I think you know, it's his club you know, we he fits best at our club. Had his best type, you know, experiences as a player with us and I, you know, I just I can't really see I don't see even see it as a risk, I'll be honest with you, I really don't. I think it's just a no brainer if if it's a possible deal to do and the money's right and we're not giving up a place in the twenty five for no good reason. I just think I think we've just got to do it. Um not too sure if Fur back yet. Yeah, it doesn't seem that way. Um obviously you've um you're saying, Steve, that there's apparently an overseas player currently having a medical. Now, I'll talk about the possibilities there. One I mentioned was Mohamed Sissoko, who's, who's one who's rumoured to be to be that player. Uh, there was also a rumour of Jordan A. I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, but, um, yeah, again, he was rumoured at one stage to be the 9pm med- player having a medical. And uh, also, there was um, confirmation from um, Mark at the Croydon Advertiser who was saying that... Uh, uh, Adeline Ghidorah, um the forest midfielder had arrived at the training ground so he you know it could just it could be him so there's all sorts going on changing all the time um let i want to talk quickly um about the players that we have signed though. we we started well we're about to begin that process uh, steve um uh, sorry so you wanted to say something first
9: yeah it was just a uh, a quick one um, apparently, what was said by um, Mark at the, the Coin Advertiser was the fact that it was a player being flown in. Um, mm. So that would, would generally suggest it probably isn't uh, uh, Guadaro. Is it Guadaro?
2: Guida- I mean, whatever you want to say, really. The, the, the Forest chap. Um, yeah, I mean, essentially,
9: my, my assumption who's being flown in would be um, would probably be the, uh, Sissoko or... or um, would be um, Jordan. So I'm going to have to try and do the same thing as as, as you did. Try list orange boots. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The, the hey, chat, hey. From, chat from Marseille.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, I because I got distracted by a question. I'm not sure what you just said, but um, we also had a question in saying, have we got enough centre back cover? And I think that, that relates to the fact that Ramage is going out with Marriott coming in. Um, I don't. I don't know which of any of those players that I prefer though Steve to be honest it's it's so it's so up in the air that I mean obviously this Jordan with a surname we're struggling with is a is a forward um, if we're bringing in AJ we won't need a forward I, you know I don't know it's interesting um, you know things are sort of occurring to me as I'm talking like obviously the situation with Bentner now let's talk about that I mean obviously Bentner was um was at the training ground. He's, um, I think this relates to the AJ situation. Bentner was at the training ground and he um, apparently had agreed a deal but would only be released by Arsenal should Arsenal sign Denver Bar was the, was the inference. Uh, that Denver Bar deal was apparently fallen through, which would suggest that Bentner's fallen through, which would suggest we needed a, another striker coming in. That might be why we're suddenly back in for AJ. So it's really all over the place, isn't it?
9: It is, yeah. And um, I, I know uh, Ferhad wanted to, to, to speak about that as well. He's, um, he's, he's finally arrived back at the studio. Um, but I mean, essentially, I think for, for me, then, looking at it, firstly, how, is it, how exciting is it to be one of the featured clubs all over Sky Sports News tonight? Um, but on top of that as well, then, um, yeah, I mean, essentially, I think that because the, um, the, the Bender deal has uh, fallen through, al- allegedly, then it probably, I, I'd be surprised if it wasn't more than just AJ that we had as as contingency plan on that one because we do need a, another striker and you know it wouldn't necessarily just be AJ that we'd have. I think he's in the pie for. Mm, uh,
2: yeah, I I don't know. I I really don't. I don't. I think at this late stage it'd be it'd be uh, very difficult to see us making any kind any other huge sort of striker signing i think we'd kind of just assumed maybe well you'd think that bent are going all the way coming all the way down to um uh coming all the way down to actually sort of meet up with steve Parish at the training grid and all that sort of stuff you'd think that um that, that the deal was pretty sure so i, I don't know what's happened to stop New, um, stop Chelsea loaning out Dembélé. You really don't. it's But well, that's that's the problem with the transfer window it goes all over the place. Um, got a, we did get a message in from uh, Patrick O'Connor saying that Jordan Ayou is uh, a Pele son. I remember Abide Pele He was African Footballer of the Year a lot of times so was, it was a great player. And um, Patrick says he's a really good young forward. It would be a great signing. Now, obviously, still no real clue that that's even going to be the case but um but but you know we can hope. And also thank you very much to Tom Caswell who told me how to say AU as well. Uh that's very nice of you. <laughs> I needed help. Um yeah so um oh bloody hell I've been told that Andy Johnson's return there is some truth in it. That's from the Croydon advertiser and I believe it's also being reported by Palace fan Dominic Fifield in The Guardian. So all all sorts of crazy stuff going on. Furhad your reaction to the possibility of AJ rejoining?
4: Um it's me. Um, I'd, I'd love AJ to return. You know, uh, the season when we signed him from uh, Birmingham City, it was part exchange for Clinton Morrison. And we thought, you know, we'll see what we'll get. But he turned out to be such a great player for us. Many Palace fans hold him so close to their hearts. If he was to return, then it'd be great. You know, it'd be great to see him back. Yeah. Um, the main question is, can he still fire in the goals in the premiership you know does he still have that quality
2: yeah yeah absolutely I think it's a difficult one to call really um you know I can't help I, again I'm probably being just you know nostalgic to a point and also just wildly optimistic but I just think um I just think it's just it's going to be a boost no matter what happens to see him you know in the red and blue again it's just going to be such a, a boost I've just noticed Mark Ritson uh I said, there's no sign of the overseas player, uh, and there's only an hour and thirty nine minutes to get the deal done. So, really, um, really not too sure what's going on there. But um,
4: all right, crazy. So Chris, can I can I put it to you? Right, say so if mm-hmm. we were to sign Andy Johnson, where would you play him? Would you would you play him up front with Chomat and Punchin?
2: Listen, I, I think I don't see him as a as a. I hate to say I don't see him as a definite starter every week. What pleases me is that Ian Holloway mentioned squad rotation the other day, which which means that we're not going to... Players that we do bring in, I think, you know, everyone's going to get a chance to play and everyone's going to have to miss out for the team every now and then. AJ is a centre-forward, right? He can, he can play on the right. I can remember him being used... I think Steve Kemba used him there quite a bit when he... Um, when he had him briefly, and then I think you know Peter Taylor. Obviously, I think he probably used him out there, if I've got that right. My memory's shot to pieces at the moment, but um, I think you know he's he, he's a versatile player. He could probably play wide left or wide right, but in in that front three. But he's a centre forward. He chases down things. He's just, he's effectively the the Gale role, if you like. And, and uh, I believe we've got a caller who wants to make a comment as well. Um, hello, caller.
7: Right, well, mate. It's Danny again. Sorry to uh, be oh. ringing you up twice. <laughs> I'm just right. watching the. Uh, <laughs> I'm just watching the transfer news, mate. The uh, the player that was coming in by plane is uh, apparently that you, all, the um, Forest fella.
10: Oh, he Said
7: that he's on. He's landed at Gatwick, and he's on his way up to Palace training ground now. They were just reported live from the oh. training
2: ground. Oh, fantastic, mate. Well, that that clears that one up. Appreciate that, Danny.
7: Well, that's right,
2: mate. No worries. Cheers, mate. Cheers. We'll <laughs> well, there you go. You can fly from Nottingham, although I would say Nottingham isn't overseas. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, again, uh, it's, it's it's hard not to jump around a lot, and we're going to be doing that, I think, the whole time. But basically, yeah, the um, uh, that that is, you know, that's a that's a midfield signing. You think on the fact that we've inquired for Bridcut and missed out there, and the fact that we've, you know, I think we're we're obviously looking still to strengthen that area. So that, that's that would be why that is. But um. You know, very good reviews from uh, from from the fans at Nottingham Forest. I think they'll be loath to, to to sort of lose him. Uh, he's been sent off a few times. His career he was sent off against us, actually. I, I can remember fairly vividly from for a bit of aggression. But there you go. Good. Um, well, well, it's yeah. things are changing dramatically. So we'll try and keep keep up as best we can. Um, I want to, but like I say, hopefully at some point we'll get to talk about the players that we have signed. Um, I just want to make reference. Obviously, this is this is the podcast that will be well. This show will be going up as a podcast, and um, this will be our our chance to actually look back at the, the week that was um, after the failed attempt yesterday. Uh, so, I want to very 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 quickly um, uh, have a little chat about Bristol City. First of all, we'll have a we'll have a word from our sponsor.
3: Homestale Radio is proudly sponsored by Complete Signs Complete Signs are a producer of top quality internal and external signs for an ever-expanding portfolio of clients, including hotels, schools, local authorities and small businesses across the nation. Offering a wide range of creative solutions from flat metal nameplates to neon fascia signs and everything in between. Clients are offered the highest standards in consultation and sales support to ensure complete customer satisfaction, with clients free to choose solutions from wide variety of materials including brass, aluminium, stainless steel, wood and a number of plastics. Covering most of South England with virtual offices in Croydon, Epsom, Hawley, Worcester Park in Surrey, Crowthorne in Berkshire, Regent Street West London, Docklands East London and Crawley and Brighton in Sussex. So if you're looking for the complete professional service for your sign needs, Then look no further than Complete Signs. Head to their website, completesigns.co.uk, for further information, including contact details and full office addresses.
0: Email radio at homestale.net or call us on 0208 1234098. Homestale Radio. Voices for Palace Watch. Faces for Crime Watch.
2: Yeah, that stings mean about us. I don't like it. Anyway, uh, welcome back. We'll have a very, very quick uh, look back at the week now before we get on to talking about the players that we have signed. Uh, we'll bring your reaction to any of the stories that break while we're on air, if anyone tells us about them. <laughs> um, but let's um, let's have a quick look about Obviously, the, the, the results during the week, uh, the one that we've all forgotten about caused a lot of consternation was the result of Bristol City. Now, uh, that was a 2-1 defeat. Um, we, um... You know, didn't have the best of games and um, I think that that's probably fair and we should probably gloss over the fact that we maybe should have lost four or five nil there um, what I want to talk about is very very quickly the point that you know we had a discussion about it yesterday um, we sort of come to the conclusion that the, the real debating point in that was was it right to play the side that we played and should we've expected them to do better really and um, Steve you were there so let's let's sort of go over a little bit about that sort of ground and um, about
9: um, uh, about, about bo- Ashton Gate, yeah. Or, or about the actual game, yeah.
2: About um, the actual game, yeah.
9: <laughs> in, in terms of in terms of the game, I'm going to take on uh, Joe's side. Yeah. Um, on, on this, uh, if anybody that did listen to the aborted uh, show yesterday knows that Joe was uh, like me, somewhat cross that we didn't go for uh, for the cup a bit more, didn't go for the fact that you know generally clubs who do well in the cup tend to do better in the league. Um, you know, as much as it's, it's a nice feeling to be able to turn around after them and say, oh, yeah, we're concentrating on the league, it's not always true. And um, for, for me, I'd, I would prefer to have seen a lot more first-team players in there and getting, you know, trying to get us a, a win.
2: Yeah, now, of course, the debating point really is that whether or not resting those players w- was, in, f- in, fe- in fact, why we were so fresh and ready to, to beat Sunderland the way we did. Um and we also talked about, Steve, you quite rightly brought it up, funnily enough, that, um, you know, as much as those fringe players didn't quite do themselves justice, you've got to get a chance to play them. And that's the problem that we're going to have all season. Uh, we hopefully will get a run in the FA Cup and maybe some easy games so they get a chance there. But you, know, you can see by the, the players that we're signing, you know, in the last few, few, well, you know, we've signed 14 players, I think it is, or 15 or something ridiculous in, in the entire transfer window. So um, you can see that the, that the squad's being built in all for the Premier League and, and there's going to be fewer opportunities for those fringe players that are there now. Um, we saw O'Keefe come on and get a fantastic goal and, you know, he's never disgraced himself in a Palace shirt. He's a fantastic talent. But, um, you know, that uh, you can't really see a place for him if we keep signing midfielders. So I don't really know what happens there. And that's, that's the kind of the issue that we have from a game like, like Ashton Gate. Without the support of some more experienced players, we were overrun by a team playing their first team were desperate to beat us Um, and now we've lost the opportunity to maybe sort of um, you know to to, to give them more opportunities in that cup Steve
4: yeah I mean the the
9: one thing that I think it's worthwhile mentioning is that obviously being premiership now uh, those young players aren't going to have as much of a chance to to, to fight their way into the uh, the squad this year but you know we do have loanings out to, to people I know obviously Ryan Innes has extended his, his loan with, with Cheltenham, for instance. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a chance for good young players of ours that aren't going to be able to necessarily break in this year being able to go out to, uh, to, to other clubs. I mean, obviously, we had uh, Banton uh, head off to, uh, to Plymouth. Um, and Again, it gives them a chance to, uh, to maybe get themselves a, you know a, a bit of playing time in other clubs, build themselves up, get themselves into a, a good position to either fight to get back into the side after January, or to, uh, to potentially um, give themselves a chance should we go down next, uh, at the end of this year to, to fight their way into the championship
2: side mm, that's, it's a, it, is the, it is a completely fair argument um, and I think we've got to look at the positives as well we 've got to look at the fact that you know Jerome williams had a, had a very good game at left back i know he's, he's actually there 's been rumors of him going to a league two club on loan i don't think that 's materialized as yet and um you i know, i think i think really and you know alex winter had a decent game at right back as i mentioned yesterday it's you know the, there are individuals out there that didn't disgrace themselves and I, you know i hate to end it on a, because i'm going to move on from this but i hate to end it on a negative um but i i talked yesterday about elliot grandon and um i i have to say it again because it just needs saying that you know, this is a player that we've signed. We've we've taken a chance on him. He didn't have a club. Ian Holloway's shown a bit of faith in him, despite you know losing losing patience with him at Blackpool at various different stages. Um, I mean, I, you know, Steve's telling me he was, he's rumored injured, but basically he played the full game at, at Bristol City and he didn't he didn't look up for the fight. He you know he he's a talented talented player. He really is, but there was too much when he did get the ball near him. There was too many little one touch passes where and he needed to get his foot on the ball and start actually affecting the game and and you know against you know he's a premier league footballer and he you know he's someone who would be thinking that he wants he wants a role in the first team in the premier league and to, to go out there and play like that it was you know it was it was embarrassing in a way because, because he he showed nothing it's almost as if now he's got his contract you know and we've seen that before with Marco Reich and Tommy Black to a lesser extent I think but you know, players who who have when they have motivation, they you know they 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 perform. But when they've got a little bit of security, they don't. Um, I mean, you know, I'm I'm speculating. I'm not saying that's definitely the case, but it's um it's very disappointing. I've just picked up on a, a tweet that uh Wayne has sent us, and um it's something we did actually mention yesterday you know uh very briefly that teams doing well in the in the cup don't really do so well in the league because you have got Wigan and Birmingham both got relegated when when are uh, winning cups um I think I think there's a fine well, I think what we're saying is there's a balance between going out to win a, a cup you know which again it's a nice day out for the fans and what have you but basically all having these opportunities to give these these players a go so look it was a disappointing result and I think what I, what you know we had a lot of people um a lot of people were very uh, down after that game and there was a lot, of, you know, there were people emailing us calling for Holloway's head and things like that, which is pretty crazy. But um, I think there was a, was a lot of negative reaction and we could have, we could have done without that, really. Um, but fortunately, it all changed. It all changed on, on the result on Saturday, uh, which was the 3-1 win against Sunderland, which we'll also very briefly go through in a moment just to pick up on a couple of little bits. We've got a um, message. Uh, Steve, do you want to take us through those, actually?
9: I will indeed, yeah. We've, uh, we've had a couple of questions from the, uh, from the chat room. Firstly, uh, Dave uh, has asked us, who do we think is going to be the, um, the best transfer that we've got in so far this window? Chris, I'll let you start with that.
2: Who's the best transfer we got in um, in the transfer window so far? Hmm. Well, if you take the whole transfer window, it's shamak for me. He's uh, just an absolute class class player uh, it depends just to clarify if you're talking about today um, or maybe yesterday included uh, I, I think Kebe could be a very big player for us um, you know but the transfer window is not done yet I suppose it <laughs> could be anything really but um, I just want to uh, do you want to bring us this official news it's it's slightly disheartening but we've got to do it
4: yeah I know uh, it's such a great guy um, we've just had a tweet from the club uh, Peter Ramage has gone on loan to Barnsley for until the end of the season. So that's just been announced by the club Peter Ramage has gone on loan to Barnsley until the end of the season.
2: Uh, which um I mean, firstly it gives us some some lo- a little makes us a little bit lighter in the um, in the centre back cover area but obviously signing Mariapa uh captain uh, the club against um Bristol City, which I guess could now be seen as sort of a thank you present before he before he heads off for the season to to Barnsley. But um, well, I mean obviously the negatives are though. We love Rambo. He's a fantastic servant for the club since he's been here. He's seems to be like a really great influence around the club. He's pro, you know he seems great with all the young players and you know he's not a bad player as well. He's really not. He's a, he's a very strong centre back um, and, and did a huge job for us last year and was our you know, was was of colossus with Delaney in some of our best best games last season. So th- that's a negative for me. Steve, the positives.
9: I think the the positives we can take from it is one, it would signify the fact that we think that we'll have cover for mm-hmm. centre back. Uh, obviously, Mariapa joining. Uh, potentially, there could be anybody else. Because let's be fair here, no, nothing's you know completely sorted until the end of the transfer window. Um, But on the other side of it as well is as great as as Ramage has been, especially in in the back rooms, etc. and also the fact that he does provide good cover at both centre back and right back, then we can also, um, I guess, sort of see from it that it gives him a chance to go out, keep himself fresh, keep himself fit, um, and also allow him a chance to uh, to, to get himself playing some good football and then from that as well that we can also get the fact that um rambo can can then carry on his career as well and i think uh john's with us now
2: um, good
5: evening gentlemen hello mate Hi, long long time no speak yeah I feel, it is. I feel like brian swanson
2: you you don't look that much like him a little bit i suppose facially i guess more 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 uh more
5: family guys joe swanson but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, whatever do you want. <laughs> well, I, th- I, th- I th- thought I'd come and see uh, what you guys know about deadline day.
2: Um, can I? Can I just say I? I don't think I can reveal the person who just told me that. Although he's not definitely, he's not connected with the club, but he is connected to the player. I've been told that the AJ to Palace is a definite, a definite. A definite. Well, that 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 that's made me very
5: happy because mm. I was. Uh, yeah, banging on about this on uh, Palace Radio on on Saturday prior to the uh, the Sunderland game. Saying that I would quite like us to sign AJ. I think he's that player who uh, Dwight Gale could learn a lot from. Mm. And if if we can uh, get that one over the line, then um, that's got to be uh, better than a Benton deal.
2: Yeah, I want to say it's not official, but the, the person who told me it um, has every reason to know um, that it would be the case. You know, I was so like very,
5: having exactly the same conversation this evening, Hambo. Yeah. Um, with well, possibly the same person, but uh, a couple of things that are going on. I think the Guediora deal is uh, looking almost done. I think it's just subject mm. to this medical now.
2: Yeah. So it, it, I, you know, I still think it's very exciting stuff. Um, obviously, uh, maybe there'll be people out there disappointed because you know they the the was the was the guy we were after. And we've had to move on for that from, from various, you know, for, well, for obvious reason that Barr doesn't appear to be going to Arsenal. Um, I, don't, I don't really don't know. I don't know if these things are dependent. Um, I'm hoping at some point uh, later on today. No guarantees on this. I'm hoping that we might well get a chance to um, to ask Steve Parrish what's uh, what's been happening because he's going to try and find time to talk to us. Obviously, that is we cannot by any means say that that's going to happen for sure because. You know, He's going to be of, an incredibly busy chat yeah, this evening. Pro- pro- probably a bit, probably a bit busy, but um, but you know he you know he never lets us down, and if he can, I'm sure he will join us. So do do bear with us for that, and that'll be that'll be after that window shuts, obviously. <laughs> so um, it's got a while yet. <laughs> yeah, we're one minute eight,
5: uh, one hour eighteen minutes and thirty seven seconds.
2: Oh, we've been going ages already. I feel fresh. I feel fresh, feel good. <laughs>
5: I've got to say, I um, mean, I, I don't know if you guys have discussed the bent the deal. I've been keeping an eye on Sky Sports News this evening, but um, I, I, I don't think, to be honest, that that was really the right deal for us. I think he and Shamaka are two very similar players, and I don't think there's room for both of them, to be quite honest. Um,
2: yeah, I'm not, Also, I also wondered maybe how they got on at Arsenal. <laughs> you know, whether You know, I'm not sure they ever played together directly. I must. I guess they must have done, really, but. Um, I, I, funnily funny enough, I was I was told um when I was talking about the possibility of that with with a mate of mine who's an Arsenal fan. And he was saying, um he says you know that Shmack can play wide right in the front three as well, don't you? And I was like, No, I you know I hadn't read but I thought about it against Sunderland and he did he does did drift and exchange positions with uh, with Dwight Gale quite a lot, didn't he? So yeah, and I think he I think he
5: can, but it's not where you wanna set him up. I mean, mm-hmm. if you get a couple of uh, you know, pacey players like the likes of Punch and, and Kebe and then Thomas and Balassi outside of him, I think he's gonna get the kind of service and uh, you know, that he's gonna score goals from like he did, you know, in his days at Bordeaux. And I just don't see the need for Nicholas Bentner. I mean, he's been out on loan elsewhere, he went to Sunderland. I spoke to a Sunderland fan who watched him quite a lot there, and he was really disappointing. Apparently, um, you know, he's—I don't know—for me, he seems like the kind of mercenary sort of player. You know, he mm. was number fifty-two apparently at Arsenal because that's how much he was getting a week. Yeah,
2: yeah, like, yeah. That's that's yeah. That seems the uh, seems
5: to be know, a true story. Yeah. You know, we, we, we're a club that we need to all pull together, and we need to maintain that good core and that good team spirit. And he's someone who's that. Orientated on money, really going to be someone you want to, you know, you know, go go to war with, you know. If you need to get three points to stay up, is he going to give you that extra bit? I mean, mm. I, then again, I levelled the same thing at Schumacher, and I've been wholly impressed with the effort he's putting so far. Yeah,
2: he's he's been sensational, but I mean, can we be that lucky twice? I don't really know. Uh, there's, there's little doubt with Bender's rejection of various other deals in the past that you know he, he does see himself as above certain clubs, and I think we would possibly. I mean, I dare say that we're we're you know, Ian Holloway especially and and, and Steve Parish as well very convincing people and can sell the club to people in, in the right way. Uh, but I also would suggest that that Benner would run out of options perhaps. Um, you know, and, and I guess he'll be staying at Arsenal and it gives him a chance to get back involved there. They won't be particularly happy about that, I suppose. But um,
5: no, but I mean, he described himself as saying he could be the best player in the world. I mean, I know as a footballer you have got to back yourself, but. It's going a bit far, really, isn't it? Mm. I think anyone else if anyone else turned around and said Nicholas Bentner is gonna be the best player in the world, you'd have called them mental. Just like I called all those people mental who said that Gareth Bale was gonna be the most expensive player in the world. You know, it's just it, it's, it's never gonna happen, is it?
2: No, no, I don't think so. But I don't know what to say. It's 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 been a s it's been a strange old window. It really has already. Um but I think I think someone like I, I get stuck with this the whole thing because I keep thinking to myself, well, you know I didn't want Bentner anyway he's trouble you know he wouldn't have fit in we w- he wouldn't have been committed he wouldn't have been you know his heart wouldn't have been in it mm. um but well, i just i can't help but feel that in there he's actually a very good player he might be slightly delusional or very delusional if you believe the reports but but he's also but he is a very good striker, a very 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 good striker, and certainly at the level that we're at. and But, I mean, a lot of people saying they prefer prefer AJ, and that looks like the way we're going very definitely. I mean, I don't want to say... um, I've got
5: to say, I, I, prefer, I prefer the AJ deal. I think there's a lot of pressure on Dwight Gale right now, and I think, you know, his performances are told that. He's clearly got a lot of talent, right? But he needs someone to show him the ropes. He's got a brilliant mentor there in Kevin Phillips. And who yeah. else, you know, who, at that club, at this club, who... Would you choose, really, other than Andy Johnson to show mm. him how to score goals? He's almost a carbon copy of that kind of Andy Johnson player, isn't he? He's speedy, yeah. he's going to go around like a target man eventually. He's probably going to play up front by himself if he stays with us. So, you know, Andy Johnson's a perfect player. He's proven to score goals at this level. He loves the club already, so you know he's going to put in that extra, you know, 10%, as it were, although that's not possible, yeah. but... Yeah, you know, I think Andy Johnson is is the perfect fit for their club right now. If he's scoring goals for fun, and if he's actually back fit, although I do hope they do a pretty rigorous uh, medical on him.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I mean that that needs it needs doing. Yeah, it like, but I don't know. I mean, I, I've just just got all sorts of messages coming in actually. Like, it does. It seems that several people have now corroborated this. This Johnson story, so it's looking really, um, look really interesting. I just want to mention that Furhad's mic quality has uh, been pretty poor, so he's going to do a bit of communication hub work for us. So he'll be updating me as we go. So hopefully we won't miss too many things. But um, it's been a bit hectic, uh, as as sh- as the window has. The show has been pretty hectic. But um, I say I don't want to um, don't want to get lose our lose our momentum. We still haven't talked about all the people that we've signed, and we still haven't talked about. Um, we obviously talked about Ramage going out, but there's some other possible possible outs. That may happen. Um, There's a lot
5: of odd rumours on that front, Amber.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'll very, very quickly mention the ones that I've heard. Uh, obviously, Dobby to Huddersfield, I've heard, as I was alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard, obviously, we all heard Owen Garvin rumoured to Bolton. And there was a Yannick Bellassi to QPR rumour floating around as well, that I'd seen, and I think that's about it. I mean, I don't see the Bellassi thing happening. I mm. think the amount
5: that Ian Holloway has spoken about Bellassi coming back, you know, and being a big loss for the team, I can't see him going out on loan anywhere, particularly as he's just been ruled out for another month. I mean, there, there's talk of potential moves out for Marange and Grandin as well. And I just find it bizarre that, you know, for out of the five people who I've heard to be rumoured go, going out, three of them we've only just signed.
2: Yeah, I, I think to a point you can understand with Dobby maybe because the deal was agreed last season as a championship club. I uh, mean why didn't we out. rush
5: into that deal? You know, why didn't we wait until the summer? I mean that's the it's it's a question that needs asking
2: really. You know
5: well, I can then, only, he, he's played on season, but
2: mate, I can only speculate that um that, that was the only way Brighton would let the deal happen, you know, because I feel that they just wanted Rid at the time and they you know <laughs> it's, it just seems where for whatever reason it didn't work out for him down there at all. In fact, you can understand that. I can understand it. Not someone not wanting to be at Brighton. So, you know, yeah. um, it's 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 all a bit crazy at the moment. I want to uh, sort of jump away to Steve's got a question that came from the chat room.
9: Yeah, it's a quick question from uh, from Jared, who's a Palace Fifteen Eagle on the whole, mm-hmm. um, and the question is: Are we surprised that so far this uh, this transfer window in Palace are the twelfth highest? um spenders in the premiership uh, especially seeing as we constantly seem to get linked with having no cash
2: yeah <laughs> yeah in terms of the number of signings that we've made in the whole window and in terms of the the money that we've spent i'm not surprised in in some senses in that i completely believe when steve Perry says that they were going to do the right things and go for it um i'm just surprised at how well the club have done to convince people to come in and to, you know, and to fight off of, I mean, Gale was our, our biggest expenditure so far. And that was all about buying potential and buying... But it was also about buying someone who could, you know, potentially make an impact this season. And it was about getting someone that other clubs wanted. And we've gone out there and we've convinced him that we're the right club to join. And we've done that with a number of players. And, and Chemak is the one that springs to mind because it was mentioned... That he in, in the press that he had refused a deal here maybe once or twice yeah. and I, I think maybe that's probably potentially that's true that he initially may not have want, fancied the idea of coming to ballast and I think you've got to admire those doing the negotiation um, and in particular I think Ian Holloway gets mentioned by pretty much every signing in terms of convincing you know convincing them to be here and, and Steve you brought up a really good point are you going to make it out loud?
9: Yeah I certainly will do so far, uh, pretty much every every new signing that we 've had this window has talked about just how good our fans are now obviously i don 't want to sound for grandis too much, but it's it's been great to see obviously the our fans and our atmosphere at SLS getting so so wider coverage um, and and obviously the the big teams really didn 't expect us to be as vocal as, as we have been so far um, and certainly, one of the things that have been been mentioned. By uh, by two of the the new signings over the last couple of days has been um, why wouldn't we move here when the atmosphere is so incredible?
0: Yeah, I, I,
2: look, I mean, again, we talked about it on the aborted show yesterday. That in the the comment sections of various newspaper reports online, you've got neutral fans, you know, you've got fan, people from, from different countries, you've got people from, you know, Chelsea fans, the people who are you know, Man United fans and what have you, all commenting saying, you know, well, firstly, with the Sunderland game, what a game of football and how good are the Palace fans and, you know, how great it is to have them back. I've seen people mention that, you know, it's the excitement of going up, that's what's driving us and that eventually when we keep losing, we'll all all die down. Now, we know that that's not true. But having said that, we have kicked, certainly as a home support, we've really kicked it up a few notches. The HF have been fantastic, but it's the whole ground as well. It's really everyone's up. You know, I, I saw someone in the main stand clapping really loudly the other day. It was oh, it's just amazing. That's just... Uh, that, that sort of thing's frowned upon though. Now <laughs> we, we made
5: sure we so we stamped that out very quickly. <laughs> but no, it's, it's nice to see the fans getting in getting in the media for all the right reasons. And um, anyone who's who's been to Sella so far for the two home games this season would see just what a wonderful support we had. And I think get, when when that that equaliser went in. The, for Sunderland Stephen Fletcher there was a a pivotal moment there where the the crowd picked that team up off the floor and um that that's going to be required this season on more than one occasion I think
2: yeah I think so yeah but um I mean there's yeah there's so there's so much to talk about I do want to very very quickly hop back to that um the win against Sunderland because it was it was a sensational performance so let's talk about the players that did play in that game um I don't want to talk too much. You know, everyone knows about the game. We obviously won three one. We were considerably better than Sunderland. We had nearly twice as many shots. We had three times as many on target. Uh, apparently they shaded the possession, but you know we obviously we did more with it. But um, you know I watched the game back as well the other day, and it was it's just we were just sensational in spells. We really really were. And you, you sort of look down the list of players, and obviously Companion went off quite early, but he had quite a good first half. He wasn't you can tell he's not quite up to speed but and he's going to he's going to have to deal with the the pace of the game in the premier league um but at the same time he also his positional sense he's just so so aware of where he needs to be and you, you saw him popping up on the right wing and the left wing coming deep or pushing forward where there was space you know i think he he really enables other players to move around and i think that's why we saw that getting forward but we had some fantastic individual performances punchin was excellent off being fairly fairly anonymous on his uh, on his debut, I, I felt, um, in Stoke. Um, uh, and I, I, I think, as, as a performance, Gale had his best performance by far in a Palace shirt and looked really, really good. Schmack was just sensational. Um, Johnny Williams, when he came on for companion I thought, I mean, I was, again, in the comment sections of papers, there were opposition fans purring over him. Fantastic player. KG looks a completely different prospect this season. He's Far beyond what I thought we'd ever get from him, but most of all, the player—you know—the two players that have been standing out all season, Dean Moxie and, and Joel Ward, who was just magnificent. Uh, let's get some thoughts on that. First of all, um, Steve, you wanted to say stuff.
9: I did indeed. Chris, can I just say how absolutely lovely it was to see um, a Palace side playing one touch football uh, around the midfield and and creating that such fluid attacking movements. Um, I mean, you wouldn't have expected last season, for instance, us to be doing things like, um, you know, Dwayne one-touching it to Jedi, Jedi one-touching it over to, uh, to um, uh, Shemak, stuff like that. Just, just a really quick movement forward um, when we weren't doing it through the wings. We were doing it through the centre. It was lovely to see. It was. It was lovely to see.
2: Mm. It was, it was lovely to see. Um, John, you you're always quite a forthright person with your opinions on how we played. So, how how do we play? <laughs> uh,
5: you know what I think. What, what we did well in the first half at Stoke is what we de- did well both halves against Sunderland. I mean, we need to be under no illusions that that Sunderland team was was poor. Right, we absolutely bossed the midfield, and you know they they looked poor in almost every facet of the game until Stephen Fletch came on, and. Um, that. i I, th- I think that that needs to not be lost, but we need to carry that momentum forward. Jedinak had so much space to run forward I mean he was running forward to the edge of the area with no one within about five yards of him, and that was ridiculous but um no punch and certainly really really good committed game. He was absolutely everywhere. I mean, Joel Ward has been, he and Jednak have been the two to impress me this season. I mean, I wasn't so impressed by Gail. I've got to say. Um, I, I, I felt he's still feeling the pressure of that price tag and yeah. stepping up so much so quickly. We've got to remember a couple of seasons ago, he was playing non-league football. And um, that, that that can't be lost. It's a, it's a really big step up very quickly for the young man. And that's why I think, the signings that we're making are gonna be key in getting the most out of him. Cause um at the point at which you can say, okay, the pressure's got too much, you know, we're gonna drop him for a couple of games and you've got someone who you can put in, that's the time, you know, where these signings are going to really pay off. Um mm. I say I've f- I mean at the back, did we look good? I don't know. I don't think they offered much. The goal was disappointing. I think Delaney got in Jednach's way. But all in all, you can only beat the opposition that's out there. And we did that in some style. Um, You know, it's going to be the tougher tests is where we're going to see what points we can pick up.
2: Mm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, Holloway's talked about playing a very different style uh, against the likes of Man United. So we'll we'll see how that goes. But, I mean, again, these signings that we've made, we're not sure how they're going to settle and what effect they're going to have. But we're certainly going to give ourselves a really good chance. Uh, Just picking up on the fact that... um, Steve uh, Pease just just jumped on um, BBC for a, for a very short while and has confirmed that, that Palace are still after three players right now. One is AJ on a permanent deal. There's one other permanent signing, which we we assume is the Guardiola um, Guardiola from Forest, and and another loan as well. Which, um, well, who knows? Who knows who that could be? Certainly not Nathaniel Teliver, I believe. But um, you'd have but, yeah. to
5: imagine that would be the
2: Bentner. Deal, wouldn't you? Uh he's no. He's apparently said the Bender deal is is dead, and that's that's where that the AJ is. completely off in. now. Yeah, yeah, that's that's off the cards by the looks of things. Although I, I would imagine that you know he he won't be ruling anything out until you know until eleven. So um, yeah, uh, I think it is, it's well, very very interesting stuff. But I, I can't, you know, for for all we know, Arsenal might be pursuing another option and suddenly have a striker, and suddenly think, well, you can have Bentner now. Uh, who knows? We'll definitely still need him at the time, but we've we've certainly gone firmly for AJ. And, and as as someone who, who who knows him, has told me that he's he, he certainly believes he's very much on the way to Palace, which is um, cracking news, absolutely cracking news. I think. So <clears throat> excuse me. Um, yeah. So yeah, back very very quickly back to the game to round off a few things. I want to I want to go back to talking about Dean Moxey. We had a debate about him in last week's show where, where he'd taken some stick on Twitter and things like that, and we couldn't. I think everyone on the show couldn't quite believe it. I don't think there was anyone anyone who said that. Um, you no, know, they could understand why he'd taken stick because he he stepped up a level in the Premier League, and and these performance against Sunderland, Ian Holloway quite rightly described in glowing terms. Actually, talking about Ian Holloway, um, I think we've got his press conference uh, for anyone who hasn't heard it or didn't hear me attempt to play it yesterday. I think we'll have a little bit of a break for my voice and and um, have a listen to that if possible, Mikey.
10: I thought from start to the finish, we, you know, we, we showed character the day, we worked hard, we knew what we were doing, we passed the ball, um, fantastic performances all over the pitch, you know, I think, I've got to say, Dean Moxie was completely outstanding in my opinion today, um, fantastic, but I'm pleased for the group, they worked so hard, you know, we've done a lot of work this week and... Uh, we had a game on Tuesday, and I didn't didn't take the ones who played last Saturday. I think we've we've stepped on in each performance, and you know that's all you can do. And the pressure was building about a win or a point or whatever, and um, you know that that does that in this in this division. So I'm delighted for the lads to get off the mark, and and for the fans, I thought they were terrific. And um, what can I say? That that last goal sums it up. Stuart O'Keefe with a with a bender with his left foot, brilliant. Just please, please for everybody at the club that really does get, get you off and running and you know we can have a couple of weeks now, get about three, four, maybe even five more players in. We've done two today, try and get another three or four to help the group and um, see where we can go from that. And they've got to change their mentality to, if I'm not playing this week, I don't mind, I'll, I'll be ready because the team is more important than any individual. And um, go from a small club mentality to a big club mentality where you know, you're you privileged to be in the twenty five. And if you get your chance, you'll take it, and you won't moan and you won't sulk, and we've got to get used to that. I am stopped, and German hasn't stopped, and contrary to belief, we are communicating far too much. My wife wishes we weren't, but we are, and it's, um, you know, we both want the same thing for, for for the club and for this group of supporters. It's absolutely rocking. Have you ever felt anything like this? Absolutely buzzing. It was almost the vibe that got me doing that, you know? It was, oh, it's just brilliant, fantastic. It was more than winning the game, it was the way we played, you know, we, we, um, we moved the ball so well, there were some wonderful passing movements to, to consider that team's only started two games together, you know, and Shamak's only been here just over a week, uh, I'm delighted, you know, um, it's only the start of it, we're in the toughest league in the world and we're trying to, trying to have a go and, and hopefully people will say some nicer things than they have already.
5: What do you do now?
2: Well, there we go. Um, it was really nice to hear Ian Holloway talking in in such positive terms. He's a positive guy anyway, but I think you could tell for the last few press conferences there had been a bit of uh, stress in trying to get these signings in. And I think I think he was happy, obviously, after the win. He's, he's an emotional guy. As he says says so himself. I'm very pleased with with the nature of that performance. But I think um, I think obviously it also had some assurances about the the window that we're now seeing come into play now. So. Um, uh it's it's yeah it's it was a fantastic display it really was and i i think it's one of those where you kind of think you wish that the next game was a couple of days later on later I mean i know from talking to players in the past that they they say the same thing they almost they get they get a game like that and they almost want to play again straight away but um we've got an international break we go into that international break with three points on the board and we've just got to be really really happy with that and we're we're getting stronger after it so we we can go into the next game when we're, you know, we're we're optimistic. So I mean, we're gonna have a little presenter changeover very shortly, um, and uh, I know we've been told that um, that Steve Parrish is going to join us after eleven. I can't say exactly when, but he will be joining us, which is absolutely amazing of him, um, considering what he's currently going through. Uh, but yeah, don't really expect any less of him. Fantastic bloke. But there we go. Um, so all sorts of stuff. But last last word from 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 all of you really on sort well we've we've talked something so last word on the transfer window, I suppose really um John, I mean your, your sort of last word those last three signings we've mentioned um, how important are they well they're they're very positive
5: I mean we didn't have a backup for joel Ward I don't know much about uh Jack hunt i'm going to say that very carefully. <laughs> <all season. laughs>
4: tricky (laughs) because
5: uh, particularly with the South London accent that H just gets lost Um, you know we need that competition for places in all areas and I think actually for us this uh, international break has come just at the right time we need to get time to you know get this squad into some kind of vehicle to move forward you know into some kind of shape and uh, really you know get them together because I mean when we have made what 14 changes or 40 new signings with possibly 3 to come 17 new signings that's nearly a whole match day squad
8: yeah you know absolutely, we, you, yeah.
5: you need time to gel these players and in one of the most difficult leagues in the world this is no easy you know no easy task i think what we've added for the money we've spent has been quite heroic i think the makeup of some of the deals we've We've done. I mean, particularly the Shamak deal, one year with the option of a second year. That I think that deal is going to get the most out of Marouane Shamak. He's shown him he's going to get regular playing time, which is what he's not had since he moved to Arsenal. And uh, say the structure of the deals and the kind of players they've brought in has been very, very clever. And um, I think learned a lot of the mistakes that maybe previous Premier League campaigns have uh, have made. I think we've learned a lot from those.
2: I think it's a fair assessment, Steve.
9: Yeah, I mean, I think the the big news that's going to come out of tonight, obviously, is if it happens, AJ coming home. I mean, it's it's going to be brilliant. Um, Even if it's just from a nostalgic point of view, even if it's just to uh, to give a a mentor to uh, to Dwight Gale, that's still going to be absolutely fantastic for us. And uh, it's great to see us being the probably the most active club in the transfer window. Mm. Love it, Chris.
8: Yeah,
2: um, yeah. I you know, I, I can't agree more. Uh, I don't know if Farhad wants to speak at all. Mm, doesn't seem to. So we'll, um, we'll leave we'll leave <laughs> we'll leave his opinion now. Can, can I talk for Farhad and just say I'm really happy about everything? Yeah, I, I, to be honest, that was my last. That was be my last question for for Ferhat, Actually, you can answer it if you like, because I don't think he will. Um, <laughs> it's in terms of your optimism for uh, for the season, for the season ahead now. You know, you think you think we're going to stay up? Gut feeling. Are we going to stay up, or should we be looking higher than that? Should we be looking towards mid-table?
5: Uh, I'm just really happy about everything, Chris. <laughs>
2: that, that,
5: that, that's Furhad's answer. Oh? No, I, I, I think we've got. I think we've got a brilliant chance to stay up in this league. I mean, they, whoever we brought in, it wasn't going to be easy, but we've put ourselves in a position and assembled a squad that is going to give us. As good a shout as we could ever hope for, and um, with the extra support from a brilliant Sellers Park crowd, uh, that could be enough to see us over the line. I don't think we, you know, really look at mid-table. I'm just looking above the
2: relegation line, to be okay. quite honest with you. Fantastic, thanks, Ferd. <laughs> um, no, seriously, thank you. Uh, thank you to John, Steve. Ferd's going to hang around in the background, I think, helping us out with some updates. Uh, but for now, we're going to uh, have a quick word from our sponsors. And when we come back, we should have some different presenters.
3: Homesdale Radio is proudly sponsored by complete Complete Signs are a producer of top quality internal and external signs for an ever-expanding portfolio of clients, including hotels, schools, local authorities and small businesses across the nation. Offering a wide range of creative solutions from flat metal nameplates to neon fascia signs and everything in between. Clients are offered the highest standards in consultation and sales support to ensure complete customer satisfaction. With clients free to choose solutions from a wide variety of materials, including brass, aluminium, stainless steel, wood, and a number of plastics. Covering most of South England with virtual offices in Croydon, Epsom, Hawley, Worcester Park in Surrey, Crowthorne in Berkshire, Regent Street, West London, Docklands, East London, and Crawley and Brighton in Sussex. So if you're looking for the complete professional service for your sign needs... Then look no further than Complete Signs. Head to their website, completesigns.co.uk, for further information, including contact details and full office addresses.
0: Get involved with the show. Email radio at homestyle.net or call us on 0208 1234098. Homestyle Radio: Voices for Palace Watch, Faces for Crime Watch.
2: Oh. Sorry, I was just dancing in my chair to the music there. Um,
8: <clears throat> yeah,
2: that's fun. All right, I've got a new presenting team, apparently. Um, I, I should have Albert. Hello.
11: Hello. Right.
2: I should have, uh, oh yeah, I'm all right, yourself. Good. Yeah, good. Um, I should also have Tony. I'm here.
12: Yeah.
2: And at some point, Joe will join us. He's not currently answering. I think he's probably having problems with Skype again. He's a very old man. He gets confused. Um, but if uh, hopefully the producers will, um, will sort that out with him somehow, he'll be currently swearing somewhere about that particular situation. So for the time being, it's just uh, Albert and uh, and Tony. Um, what we're going to talk about, lads? Obviously, we you know as the listeners will know, we will um, <laughs> we have covered um, the Sunderland Bristol City games. We've talked about the breaking transfer news, but what we haven't talked about is the signings that we have made so we're going to go through a bit of those. I will have a degree of information for you so hopefully you'll um have, have your sort of um some sort of opinions on that for me, okay? So basically the um the signings we made yesterday there was Jack Hunt really focusing. Jack Hunt uh, we start with him now. Jack is a as I mentioned earlier is a sort of four year deal. He's a right back and, and basically I I my only real experience of him was a um was a performance for Huddersfield away last season where he really did a very good job against Wilf, um kept him quiet. And from the videos, which you can always tell only so much, he looks a very, very strong attacking right back. Now um if I start with you, Tony, just it's just straightforward competition for Joel Ward or do you think or cover for Joel Ward?
12: Uh, I think it's going to be cover for Joe Ward for the time being. Um, I mean, from what I remember of him, he's he's very pacing. he's actually got a good cross on him as well, which is which is good. But I think it's mainly competition. I mean, Joe Ward's pretty much made that right back spot himself.
2: Uh, yeah, I think that's a fair point. I mean, we can't obviously can't realistically expect um, anyone to dislodge a player playing that well. I don't think. But um, you know, a young a young player, obviously a signing for the future. Maybe um, I suppose if you're being particularly negative about it, you could argue. Um, you know, were the worst that could happen. We might well lose Joel Ward with the way he's playing. So, uh, so maybe a you know had next season in view. But I'm I'm sure it's more ambitious ambitious than that. Uh, any thoughts, Albert, on the on the signing? Yeah, I
0: think.
11: It's a, it's a good sign. I don't know the player too well himself, but Holloway's talked about having competition for every position, you know, even if it is somebody just purely there as backup. So as far as, you know, take that sort of ethos into consideration, yes, yeah, it's, it's a great signing. Fantastic. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just having great fun putting on Twitter that the Ozil deal to uh, Arsenal's off. <laughs>
2: So you're trolling Twitter at the moment, are you?
11: Fair why name. not? I can do two things at once.
2: <laughs> well, I've been texting throughout the whole show, which you'd never know. But um, This is the this... most
11: exciting night to be on Twitter since the London riots.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, for God's sake. I've just remembered why I always... I'm always worried whenever you're on, and that is the reason why. Uh, anyway, listen. Um, the other signing, same day, was Jimmy Kebe. Um First of all, not not you know it's one of those it's again he's a player i know i know from the fact that he's played for reading i know that you know he, he's a good strong winger and you know he's one of those where he's played against us and he's look he's always been a bit of a problem and um did that wonderful thing in um i think he ended up being clattered by jack collinson of west ham where he just just took the mickey i think reading were two or three up at the time and uh the West Ham players weren't closing him down, so he just stopped in the middle of his run and started pulling his socks up. It was just—it's on YouTube. It's well worth a watch. I, I love a little bit of flair like that. So, Albert, uh, sort of—is um, he our Zaha replacement?
11: I've always liked Jimmy Cabay. Um I think he's a. a yeah, no, he's not going to be a Zaha. If he was, he wouldn't be uh, turning up on our doorstep. But uh, certainly a, a good enough replacement. You know, he's got Premier League experience. He's quick. He's direct. You know, hope, hopefully he can go to be something towards us, our replacement.
2: Mm. Okay, cool. I think Mr. Joe Holyoke has joined us now. Hi, Joe.
13: Bonsoir, mon potifleurs. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> He's back to his cheese making. Yeah,
12: so.
2: Honestly. Well, it's, it's good to have you here, mate, after the aborted effort yesterday. You still angry
13: about that? Oh, yeah. What the fuck <laughs> is Mikey doing?
2: Oh, my God. Well, the first F-bomb's been dropped. Um, listen, mate, I want to get your reaction to the uh, very, very strong, uh, I can say possibility, it looks Looks like it's near enough there, uh, that AJ's rejoining us.
13: Well, I've just, I literally, Chris, I've been in five minutes. I've just, I've been down the coast again tonight. So, um, I've just flicking through Twitter and just, I mean, first of all, Peter Ramage, where's he gone alone to? Barnsley, mate. All right, okay. Well, good luck, Rambo, because he's just a genuine guy i really you know i really i i'm gutted that he that he's not you know especially after that huge interview he did with us and said how excited he was for it this would be the last chance that he would get to to get into the premier league and, and that was a waste of time the, wasn't it and we've got to the premier league through you know through his efforts as well you know he's part of his efforts and and he's not going to see it i'm a bit gutted for him um but uh, anyway, yeah, I've just seen the AJ rumor, and uh, there's also one as well. Five Year Plan just waked up on Twitter about Gabriel Temes.
2: Um, Yeah, is that the? Uh, well, I think we're talking about two permanent signings and a loan, so I suppose that could be that one eh? um, there. Right. I, yeah, I hadn't. I hadn't but oh, there you go. He's had his, yeah, he's had his contract cancelled by mutual consent. So no, no strong suggestion that we're definitely getting him. Oh, right. and um, Ferhat's just uh, let us know that the, the loan might possibly be Cameron Jerome from Stoke. Which
11: mm. Yeah, I've just seen that on Twitter.
2: Yeah, which would be a very interesting one. He's a player I liked a lot, um, you know, many years ago. I think he come through at Cardiff. And, and looks a real prospect and uh, yeah I, I you know more, yeah I think was it Mid- was he at Middlesbrough as well really hard to remember Birmingham, brain hurts. Birmingham that was it yeah uh, and he's one one I always thought we'd probably the sort of player we'd always kind of go for but we never kind of did and I think um, if we're still looking for for cover in that sort of um, central striker position you know with a, with a bit of height while Murray's still out and things like that if we're we're looking at that seriously then and he's not a bad option uh, Joe.
13: Bale is he's definitely signed for Madrid, is he?
2: <laughs> yes, thanks for that.
13: Ah, well, I mean, it would have been decent down the left hand side. It would
2: have been all right. It would have been all right. Thanks for that, mate. <laughs> you really have been down on the coast for a while. Was anyone else speculating in their minds what Gel might have been up to on the coast?
13: Um, no, 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 no. It's that um, all that rubbish I was telling you about last time going down. Oh, okay. There. Yeah, but uh, he's he's fur on. He's fur on as well tonight.
2: Uh, he was on earlier, mate. He's just—he's helping us out in the background now. We'll probably have this conversation, uh, probably an on air conversation. We shouldn't be having, really.
13: Okay, no, that's all right. I haven't said hello to anyone, it? anyway. So, how you doing, Anthony? I'm good. How are you, Tony? I'm right. Where, are Tony? <laughs> Only my mother calls me Anthony. <laughs> I know. I, my my mum calls me Jeremy, and I tried to shoot her 20 years ago, so no one calls me that anymore. I call even you though, Jeremy, even though Chris wants to really <laughs> badly I do, he nuts all the time. <laughs> if he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the um, scenes,
2: that. know. Uh, uh pointed out on Twitter, Carl Davis is certain AJ will sign. But as I said earlier, I, you know, I'm, I, I, I think Joe knows the person I'm talking to. There's a person on who kindly uh, messaged me earlier and um, who is connected to to AJ's family, and, and he was absolutely certain AJ will sign for us as well. So, I mean, like I said, I've said that a few times now. It's that's that's looking extremely likely, and we we'll, right, can't say um. Anything other than delighted about that really looking forward to it and so um, it's,
11: it's been confirmed on five live apparently as we speak,
2: yep, yeah. oh excellent stuff there you go then i mean it was um it's it's in a way it's been a long time coming because because he's wanted to come back for a while he very nearly came back last season uh, I'm sure most people know that, but if they don't um we made an inquiry last season um in the transfer window, and it was it was blocked quite late in the day by uh by Redknapp, um even though AJ wasn't in the 25, so it was a bit weird, really. Um, and and um, I, yeah, I, I think I think obviously he's always wanted to come back. He, he, he always, I think. Well, I know from from things that he said that he, he's always kind of in, envisaged that at some point in his career he'd be ready to come back to Palace. And um, it's not that far off a hundred goals either. You were talking about that yesterday. I don't if we were talking about it yesterday on air or not. I wish my brain worked. But yeah, he's not that far off 100 goals. It wouldn't be, How good would it be for him to keep this in the Premier League and get them? Um, I've not asked anyone specific that question, but that's
12: you, Tony. I'll ask you. Yeah, no, I think he could um, definitely get some goals. Um, he's on 82, if I um, remember seeing rightly. Um, so whether he's going to get 18 goals this season, uh, I don't know. But I think it's a great great signing for us to have back it's definitely going to boost you know the whole atmosphere around the club as a whole not just obviously the the squad and you know give some competition for the strikers because we were lacking strikers and now we seem to have an abundance of them and with Murray hopefully you know not going to be rushed back (coughs) now but when he's back as well I mean we've got like six seven strikers that potentially we could call upon
2: yeah
12: um yeah yeah but you need them I suppose in this day and
2: age don't you um it's it's just this the demands on the squad and when, when you see a performance like we saw on, on the Tuesday night with the fringe players, that basically it is, it's just it's so hard to have uh, you, Well, you can't really you, you can't really have too many players if you like. And like I said, Holloway talked. Uh, you guys weren't on air. I said it earlier. Holloway talked about potentially looking at a a a, um, a rotation policy for certainly for some areas of the team. And uh, players like AJ coming in, again, like with with, a little bit older, you know, has got fitness issues. The fact that we've got Phillips around as well. Those are the players that you'll see rotating and it will give a chance. If Gale's struggling, take him out of the spotlight for a little while. You've got AJ to come in. You've got Phillips to come in. You've got Tumat can move about. If we do get someone like Cameron Jerome to come in, Tumat can play a little wider and have Jerome down the centre. It's starting to get options and you start to be able to change the way you play against the different opposition. And it's vital because you can't, you can't approach every game like we approached the Sunderland game, and I think that's probably the thing that, that Holloway's learned from from Blackpool in that it, it worked. It was so close to working for them, but they really did approach most games with the with the idea that they just had to attack and keep the ball because you know, and try to have the ball as much as they could, and you know, create as many chances as they could because that was that gave them the best chance of accumulating the points. And you know, that's not always the case. I think he, he mentioned again in after that we we got promoted via our defense um in the end and i think it's not something he necessarily thought he'd have to do when he took over but he, he sort of realized it as we started to struggle and he thought you know start with a defense and push it that way and i think we're, we're starting to like i say we're starting to have a lot of options and it's i'm feeling really really positive this window has been absolutely crazy uh just very before i hand over to joe for his comment um Fahad's just saying that all on Twitter, almost every tweet in the CPFC hashtag relates to AJ. Twitter has come alive at the news that um, Andrew Johnson will be returning to Crystal Palace. Joe?
13: Uh, well, well, I mean, you're saying he's on 82 goals and, uh, and you'd like to get mm. him to 100 um, at Palace. It, I, I, I'll go on record and say that if he gets to 100 this season, mm. we will stay up.
12: Oh, yes. Yeah. If
13: he scores 18 goals for us, we will stay up, I'm telling you now, without a doubt. Um, I've just said that BBC Sport breaking news Danny Wilbett completes his move to Tesco's it's a yeah, sideways I, move
2: I, I, f- I follow that that uh, that Twitter account and it catches me out almost every time it's a brilliant yeah. account
13: the
12: other one I saw was the um, breaking news that Manchester United offers six year contract to Alex Ferguson
2: yeah <laughs> yeah all good stuff but um Anyway, we um we sort of, we sort of broke away. We're looking at the players we'll still have a quick look at the, the the players that we have signed as as news continues to reach us at various different bits and pieces. We're still waiting on um on the definites, we're still waiting on we know AJ's one of those permanent deals, we're still waiting on confirmation of what the other two are. We we have suspicions, we talked about what they might well be. But um, but yeah, as they as they are hopefully confirmed, we'll let you know, and uh, and Steve Parish will be joining us to do, to discuss what must be an incredibly hectic time for him. I keep using the word hectic, but it's the only word
12: I can use. Um, Tony, um, I'm just wondering if any of you guys have seen um, Yannick Belassi's retweet that's just come on. Uh, not yet. Uh, is uh, is a message from um. Another spoof one, and it says, Breaking news, Ozil's medical is taking hours because they're checking for brain damage as to why he's decided to join Arsenal. (laughs) Ah, fun times.
8: Yeah, thanks (laughs) for that.
2: Now, we've also... I can't believe I have to be the sensible one. It's so far removed from my real personality. It's ridiculous. Um, Right, yeah, we... um, very, very quickly to mention, we'll hopefully get a chance to talk to Steve about this when he's on a little bit later on, sometime after 11. Uh, but we did go in for Bridcutt and Ujoa from Brighton. And um, Steve's words were that we inquired and we decided to respect Brighton's wishes, which I imagine were to not. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> I really need a bleep machine for you. It's ridiculous. Um, don't take all of our swearing. What happens if I want to swear? If you've used all of our
13: swearing quotient, it's just being selfish, really. You've used two. Quotient or quota? Right, anyway, quotient. listen. Quotient. <laughs> right. Barry Bannon, is he signed? Yeah, he has, yeah. No, no, no. I've Just because I'm going back. I'm looking at Brighties from 25 minutes ago because I've literally just got online. I think I better drop you, mate. So You've, so got, so we've no, got... you've got no idea what's going on. Yes, yes no, I, I have, well, yes. have you Have been
11: doing work today or something? No, <laughs> I've, I've been.
13: <laughs> um, so, Bannon, uh, Mariapa... I knew yep. Kebby had signed because I saw him he yeah, was standing was next to that, yeah. me outside. Yeah, uh, but I was standing next to me outside during uh, before the game. AJ. And uh and then Mr. Unt. So he's he's definite, is he, Jack?
8: Mm-hmm.
13: Mike's brother. Good lad. That's a, excellent. All right, well, I mean it's it's really good so far. And it is, I, yeah. Whack AJ in there as well. Yeah, whack uh, AJ in there. Um
2: don't and obviously there's there's other things that we did during the course of this window that um uh, yeah, and there's obviously we mentioned that uh, Cheltenham have extended Ryan Ennis's loan as well. Albert, um, oh, you've said breaking news, but there isn't any, is there?
11: Yeah, there is. There is. It's on Twitter. I can't pronounce it now, but is it Ad Adelani Yep, Gudiwara yeah, just arrived at the training ground, according to Croydon Advertiser.
2: Fantastic. Okay, well that's that's looking like one of the other signings. Whether that's the permanent or that's the loan, don't know. Uh, like I say, so the. There you go. You, you, we're, we're looking at a combination of potentially Jerome and uh, Guardiola, uh, and depending on which one of those is the loan or the permanent, that looks like the, the remaining two deals after AJ. So, But who knows? We could still get a surprise. But certainly jerome, Jerome's jerome got to
11: be the loan, hasn't
2: he? Uh, you would think so, yeah. You, you'd
13: certainly think Just because that. It's because yeah. it rhymes. <laughs> I don't of. know about that. <laughs> 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 Maybe where well, you well, went uh, to school. Thanks, mate. Yeah poetic license i think it's called <laughs> albert how are you You're um, all right all good good
2: what is going on
13: you got your ear cut yet
11: um oh what? how dare you <laughs> listen,
2: listen listen one of you guys has a phone way too near your mind it's me i've
13: just launched it sorry i thought it just, just text me i just had to tell it, it off okay look
2: that's nearly another one
13: um look right so um just really quickly run
2: down the players that we were linked with and, um, and what's actually happening there. Obviously, Callum McManaman was one. Uh, initially, we were told that um, that there might be a £5 million bid. It turns out that it was a bit less than that. And I want to talk a little bit. I, w- I definitely want to get Joe's opinion on this. Now, Dave Whelan um, said that uh, our bid was derisory. Apparently, it was £2.5 million. Uh, and um, my comment on that is, is that he should know after what he paid for Moses, wouldn't you say, Joe?
13: Yeah, but he's just a—he comes across as a really nice guy, but he's a fantastic businessman. Um, yeah. But you know, I—I I was a bit, uh, to be honest, I don't know. I was a bit disappointed that we didn't go for Moses. Um, maybe his wages. Yeah, are... we
2: had um, we had uh, Danny called in earlier about that and said, uh, "Why, why weren't we out there competing?" I mean, my view, my view was. Um, we're not going to be able to compete with Liverpool on a signing, and and that however much affection um, Victor might have for for Palace, it wouldn't it wouldn't extend to turning down the chance to play for Liverpool. Um, no, of course. You know what I mean? I bet spe- you'd know that as well, being a plastic scouser, eh? No, but, absolutely. Uh, but uh, you know what I mean. So I, I think I wouldn't, and again, I wouldn't say we a hundred percent didn't go uh, go in for, and maybe maybe we made an inquiry. Can't say that we didn't, but um, I doubt there's very much uh, interest. Um, f- from his end on that certainly
13: but yeah, yeah the, I mean the Callum and Manuman thing that, that would have been good but again you know I, I, what, just, what, just, just to make another little point about Dave
2: Whelan as well I know you slightly defended him there but uh, this is the same Dave Whelan who made a bid of I think it was around £2 million for uh, uh, Wilf Zaha before the start of the season last year and then had him well he and Roberto Martinez both criticised Palace in the press for
13: not you, accepting the bid, but did they, people, were they? Were they direct quotes from them? Yes, they were. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. So, do you not think maybe a little bit of uh, humility from them wouldn't go amiss? There you it go. Would it? Would but at the end of the day, they're trying to, you know, they're trying to do the same as us and nick players. You know, we've 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 been very lucky in getting the players that we've got either for free, and they've came in and play and come in and played really really well, or we've or we've nicked them. You know, like. We, when you look at Ward now, four hundred grand is an utter steal, but four hundred grand to Pompey was a fortune. Mm. You know, we 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 probably had them by the by short and... Uh, uh, you know
2: what? Well, it's a very good point, mate. You do kind of play the play the circumstances, don't you? Really? But, exactly. Um...
13: We've had it done against us for years and years, and now, you know, but but we're having it done to us on a on a slightly, which is good to see, on a slightly bigger scale now. I mean, whereas, uh, you know, we had our two chairmen have done their plums in the past, you know, people have turned around and said, yeah, we want, I want 50 grand a week and I want a three year deal. And and they've come in and gone, they've almost been blinded by the fact that someone fantastic, that little fat Swedish geezer was the nuts when he, (laughs) when he joined and then he just spent most of his time in Pizza Hut. But, um, you know, it just, and then he was a nightmare. He was crap for us. But what I'm saying is yeah. we, we were sort of, a lot of people were blinded by the fact that we had this Swedish international playing for us, mm. who was in fact, had had his day. But, our, our, you know, Steve Parrish and, and, his, and his cohorts are not going to, they don't see that. You know, they're not going to look past that now. I want people that want to play for us. I just, you know, I, I just that the ethos for our club is you play for the club, you don't play for the money you know it's always been it's always been really good and i'm i'm really pleased with the, with the way that it goes but you know like i say it, it's it's always it's, it's nice every now and then instead of having us you know having us beat beat up being being bullied all the time it's just these you know we, we're we're managing to do that to other clubs now even though it's, you know they're smaller and lower down but hopefully if we can just you know keep keep up for this year um maybe we'll be in a position to start nicking you know, club players off of off of top, oh, dare I say, top 10 clubs. Mm. Tony? I was
12: going to say, although the Moses deal, obviously we did feel a bit robbed in the fact that he was a massive talent, uh, we did sell them Fitz for three million.
2: Yeah, that's a fair point. We, we've done them a few times, actually. I think the Fitzall deal was possibly one of the greatest deals ever. Um, I mean, they got a really good deal in the end. Of, 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 they paid, a, I think, a decent money. Did they pay money for Boyce? I think they did um closed and obviously yeah i think we got obviously we got a good two million off them for watson as well i can hear myself why can i hear myself
12: hmm. that's quite voices busy. in your head
2: yeah it's usually those actually <laughs> they weren't telling me to kill this time so i don't really know um yeah yeah i mean yeah it's, it's been an interesting. yeah <laughs> it's very very confusing um
0: kill Joe.
2: yeah it does say that yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um oh I think uh Mikey's just let me know um that the AJ deal's
12: done. I think he's not been listening to us, I guess. It is done, I know. Said. Sky Sports are going back to Crystal Palace apparently for a yeah, deal that's being done.
13: What to so yeah. the training ground that we own now? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Fantastic.
2: that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, he's telling me I'm wrong now. Anyway, listen, let's uh let's not get too distracted it's very difficult. Like we've got a lot of, a lot of contact, a lot of messages and things like that. It's uh, very difficult to keep talking. A few of the rumors that that didn't pan out. Um, Ricardo Vazte was a rumored loan very, very early. didn't, didn't happen. Um, Mark Milligan is a player that we had been chasing, made a few bids for, uh, playing for Melbourne victory. I think in Australia, uh, some point during the day today, we withdrew from that deal. Um, I would suggest to pursue other targets. I've mentioned the two Brighton targets we ended up not going for. Uh, the the deal would have gone through uh, had Arsenal signed Denver Bar, uh, but that didn't happen. The deal fell through and we moved on to other targets, which turned out to be AJ by the sounds of things, or potentially even now Cameron Jerome. Um, we've just heard that some some breaking news, that broken by Mark uh, at Advertiser Sport, Mark Whitson, uh, Alex Manos has just arrived with another player. Very secretive, purposely blocked the uh, reporter's view to see who it was. So, mystery uh, uh 10.32 tonight. Probably his like, agent. <laughs> what, Alex Manos' agent? Yeah, probably. Uh, Do physios have agents? I don't know. Um, anyway, exciting stuff. There's, there's someone there. Um Although I don't think they've put eyes on AJ yet or anything like that, so maybe it's him.
13: Hmm. Can, I, can I just can I just say something <clears throat> about what something I heard today? And I came back to Bale and I was saying to Mickey earlier. I, I went to see a friend of mine who, who's uh, involved in Palace and a business colleague of his is a football agent, and um, he's, his other friend was telling me that the deal like Bale's agent made the, the agency made immediately made 5.8 million quid i think out of that deal and they've got 10 percent of his wages over six years
2: sorry that's,
13: that's why you need to be a football agent
2: yeah it yeah,
13: seems like it's certainly a good deal that is
2: horrific isn't it um just go through it tony you did say
12: you wanted to speak at some point is that still the case Yeah, well, just a quick one based on what you said about Bale. I was going to say you've got to feel (laughs) a little bit sorry for Southampton in the fact that they did have um, something like a 10% sell-on fee, but they wavered that to get um, a goalkeeper um, off Tottenham, which I don't know if they've still got the guy or not, but um, I bet they were wishing they kept the 10% now. Good effort. (laughs)
2: Now, uh, to come up with a a squad of 25. Now, that squad's obviously missing Ramage, who's gone out on loan. It's missing Dobby, I believe, who we're assuming is going to go to Huddersfield. I don't know if that's been completely confirmed yet. And it's also missing Owen Garvin, whether or not he goes to... Bolton, I really don't know.
13: Or so uh, he's okay. just. I will be gutted if he yeah. goes. If Garvey leaves, I'll be gutted. All
2: right, sweetheart, you can tell us why in a second. But let me just go through. um for...
13: patronising shit. <laughs> <laughs> you you buy yourself
2: something nice. <laughs> you know what I get Jeremy when you talk over me. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, um <laughs> the goalkeeper positions. Ferds <laughs> um, quite rightly picked Speroni, Price, and Alexander. And we will have three in, in the 25. You just can't take that risk uh, of just leaving the two. Uh, in defence, Joe Ward, um, Danny Gabadon, Damien Delaney, Dean Moxie, uh, Jack Hunt, Adrian Mariapa, Florian Morange, and Johnny Parr. With a John, Johnny... Uh, Johnny. No one ever calls John Burgess Johnny Burgess. I don't know why I just started to do it. But um, he he mentioned that he'd heard Marange might actually already be on the way out, which was an odd one. Um, so anyway, so that, those are the players that, um, that furheads picked in there. I think that's possibly one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven, maybe. Um, in midfield, had suggested that we will go with Jerome Thomas. Johnny Williams will be an under-21 Furhead, so there's still space for Garvin. Uh, if you take him out. Shame. Mila Yedidak, KG, Campania, Balassi, Guadiria, if he signs, oh, I really can't pronounce him, and Barry Bannon, and up front, uh, Gail AJ, Chemak, oh, oh he's left kebe out, so he'll take the position with Johnny Williams, there you go. Um, so, yeah, so, um, uh AJ, Gail, Chimak, Punchin' Phillips, and Jerome be signs as well. So there you go, that's if based on what we think the um signings are. Albert, you say interesting text again.
11: Yeah, I've just got a text from my brother in law um saying, uh, I see you've just signed Mariapa, his mum works for me.
2: <laughs> that that is an interesting text.
11: Make of that what you will.
2: Uh what does he do?
11: I dunno bro-
13: Oh no, sorry.
11: Uh, hey steady on I've <laughs> I just asked if she's any good at football. (laughs) He's claimed that she's better than him. So I think we might have ballsed up there.
8: Um,
2: Yeah. Carry on. Sorry. No, I was reading. I I say getting messages all the time, mate. So I'm just uh, trying to keep up with what's going on. But uh, for had made a comment that he thinks that looks like a pretty amazing squad. And I think uh, it's easy to forget how quick, how sorry, how far we've come in such a short space of time. Um, we started talking about that squad and the way that you know most of those are performing. Obviously, some of those were an unknown. Some of those we haven't even signed yet, um, but they're looking likely. And the only one I'm completely, I'm not totally sure about is um it's Jerome. Joe, you wanted to make a point about right back and left back, there?
13: Yeah, I'll just we've brought in Jack Hunt now, um, which makes me think that we, we've already got Paru's cover at right or left back. So I'm I'm thinking that we we can also have. Um, of ward come in at centre back i mean i just feel like i say he was he was a utility player for portsmouth and and from everything that i've read on the internet about him he can pretty much play absolutely anywhere and uh, and, and after after uh, you know against sunderland i i can believe that i really can
2: whoa whoa something's <laughs> happened oh hey, you nick, know why nick's
13: just nick, lost the nick, toilet nick yeah. nick's just come in
2: whenever nick joins us there's always a horrific amount of background noise are you outside
13: no.
14: no, I'm in my executive uh, broadcast room tonight.
13: <laughs> the you're, to you're in the toilet. You do, no.
11: like you're Palace and Sky Sports News as we speak.
2: Um, keep us updated, Albert.
11: Um, all right, bear with me.
2: Don't describe it all completely, but just uh, advise us of what's going on. Um, yeah, so Nick, I don't know if... Uh, I think you're probably your volume's turned up loud, but it's better than it was yesterday when we couldn't hear you at all. Uh, yes. S- yes. So, uh, actually, sounding good. sounding good now, mate. Um, okay, what well yeah, have I missed? Last I heard, Ventner was in the training
14: ground.
2: Oh, really? You're not going to be another Jello. You don't know anything that we've just told the listeners? Well, so I, but to I could you. look
14: it up while while um.
2: Right, I'll well, it's, I suppose things. it's a good recap for anyone who's just joining us, which there may be some. Uh, obviously, we do have Steve, Steve P joining us a little bit later on, after 11 at some point. Um, hopefully, yeah, hopefully quite soon after 11, so we can all go to bed at some point, which would be nice, wouldn't it? But, um, but basically, yeah, a quick rundown of what's happened uh, during the transfer window today. I'll keep it at today's Deals for the purpose of uh, brevity. Uh, we have signed <clears throat> Barry Bannon uh, from Aston Villa on a three-year deal. We have signed Adrian Mariapa from Reading on a three-year deal. We have signed uh, Jack Hunt, that was yesterday, it, on a four-year deal, from Huddersfield, uh, sorry, Dewey Kebe on a three-year deal from Reading. Uh, we have signed Andrew Johnson from QPR with the details. Really? Of- yep, with the details of that. Wow. Yep yet to be confirmed. Uh, the Nicholas Bender deal fell through and it very much looks like we'll be pursuing uh, a lone striker which may well be uh, Cameron Jerome is the current uh, rumour of that and we look to be signing um, from Nottingham Forest Adeline Gordieri who is currently at the training ground.
13: That's exactly so what I was just about to say she says he's completing paperwork with his representatives at the training ground and that's from Palace Stats.
2: So that looks like the transfer window business. Again, we might be surprised the loan might be a different player. Um, you know, something somewhere in that that might that, also, that might alter. But that looks very much like the indications. Oh, can I just say, I'm, might-
14: I'm a bit disappointed that when, when news comes through, I, you don't ring a bell or something to say, <laughs> news in, just to signify. Can you <sighs> imagine
2: the, the organisation that would be required for that? It's just not something that we can do.
14: No, I'll get Jenna Triangle next in
2: January yeah if he could he could ring it every time he wants to say the F word Yeah, no. which, I, which I couldn't say because you used up my F word hang on
13: um, oh no then he smashed my cup then <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
2: Mikey Mike, Mike, he says he's going to work on that anyway guys so that, that is the current state of play um, which was a quite a useful rundown but like I said Steve P will be uh, joining us at some point to let us know how
13: that's all been going what about um getting a loan of ground off someone.
2: Loan of ground? Yeah. <laughs> explain yourself.
13: No, I just someone must have a better stadium than us. Um loan it stadium. to us on a on a Wednesday, we can play our, on a Wednesday.
2: Our stadium's lovely and as and when we stay up uh, at the end of the season we'll uh, we can get on with the business of getting it getting it rebuilt and getting that capacity up so we can I tell you what, I
13: do want to do. When I was, I, I, I went. I was talking to my friend. She works on a turnstile in the old stand. I looked up, and that wood, just above the, pla- just to the left of the players' entrance, it still ain't been painted. I want to paint that. So if he come on and you start talking, tell him. I'll, I'll paint it. I'll give it a quick well, rub down with sander and rub listen. it, and, and then paint it blue. I'll do it for him. It looks Good. shite, Nick. It's, it's, uh, Chris. Chris. You're
4: more
2: than welcome to uh, offer that the case.
13: Uh,
11: if you Nick. just turned up and did it off your own back, would that count as graffiti? It (laughs) could go. Yes.
12: Um, Joe does it. Yes. Talking about the
14: stadium, I I went into Crystals. I can't remember if I mentioned this last night or I might have done, and we were off air. But um, you can go out the back of Crystals and get a great view of the pitch for for, where you go out for a cigarette. And I kind of remember going there 20 years ago and having the same view. And the ground kind of does look a little bit better. A little bit better
13: than it yeah, did twenty I,
14: years ago. I like. I missed that. the I like clock that. in the middle at the top of the Alpha. That used to be
13: a feature for me. Yeah, blue stripes there. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I, I tell you what. I, what did like? You know the outside the front where the car park used to be. Um, they've now got all in all the poncy seating, but the what the four Barclays seats
14: for twenty five thousand people?
13: Oh yeah, but the, bird, the the Barclays birds with the big bangers. Were a definite improvement on very little Whatever, Joe. Well done. Thanks, mate. There's definitely improvement. I mean, that's a gone Premier League, mate. There's, def, there's bundles of, of, of young ladies trying to offer you all sorts of services, banking and stuff. Mm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm liking this big time. I really am. Have I told
11: you? Have I told you? <laughs> I you, told you it must be nice change from being a Liverpool fan. <laughs> yes. Sorry, Nick,
2: what, what are you asking me? Do you know, I, just, how I? I really hate you guys. Nick, what are you asking me? Has anybody <laughs> left? I heard. I heard rumours of um, Wilbraham yeah, going yeah, slack. Man, uh, Wilbraham has not left. Uh, Peter got Ramage. 20 million. Joe, don't talk over me. Peter Ramage has gone on a season-long loan to Barnsley. Uh, Dog. <laughs> 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 Cowbells.
11: The cows have come.
2: Cowbells. Oh my! god sign that cow. I don't even know what to say. Um, <laughs> that
13: was
11: utterly ridiculous
14: mm-hmm.
13: Oh dear, oh dear Alright don't dear. milk it You get right on my
14: teats Move <laughs> along Yeah keep churning them out
2: Wee. I really 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 <laughs> Need to stop you people talking Stop milking it
11: <laughs> Repetition out of the game
2: Uh, just a quick shout-out to Stuart, who messaged me. Uh, hi, Stuart. <laughs> we've broken <laughs> thanks, him. Thanks we've finally message.
11: broken him.
2: I, I've probably <laughs> had I've just had, properly had enough of you lot. I can't even remember what I was in the middle of saying. It's just a nightmare. Who left,
14: Chris? Who's left?
2: Oh, yeah, who left? Yeah, uh, Peter Remy just gone season-long loan to
14: Barnsley. Curse of whole <laughs> radio there again. Yeah, interview them. F- we never see them play.
2: We've got an interview coming up with a player... Um, on the fringes of the first team, a really good young player. I'm not going to talk about him yet. We, are, we have got to sort it out with the club, but he's, he's agreed and shouldn't be too much of a problem. If we talk, interview him and he leaves, i will be extremely angry. Uh, but anyway, and uh, yeah, so we're, we're also uh, potentially going to loan out Stephen Dobby, or that's not been confirmed. And obviously the rumours of Garvin going to Bolton are still there. But the only confirmed out so far, as far as I am aware, is that, Justin uh,
14: Fashneau. Yeah, yeah, that would do. <laughs> oh, God.
2: No one, most of the people listening to this don't even know who Justin Fashneau is. Although some might know how it tragically ended, so I don't know why you brought that up.
14: What a horrible person you are. And, uh, I anyway... I you know about that. Sorry.
2: Apologies. Uh, for just making the point that it's, um, considering the transfer window we're having this year and how exciting it is, um, this time last year we were only in for David Goodwillie. There you go. It puts it a little bit... more. change. So yeah, thanks for thanks for that, Fer. Thanks for your uh, your insight there. It was valuable in the chaos that is whenever Jell and Nick are on the same show. It's the chat room open? I'm going in now. So yeah, off you, go, you go,
6: mate.
2: Holradio. forward slash chat. If you want to talk to us today at all, uh, obviously tweet at h o l radio, and uh, you can message us on Facebook potentially. Facebook.com forward slash Holradio, h o l radio to be precise. And. Did Danny H get in touch? He yeah,
8: he did. Yeah, he Danny. did.
2: Thank, thanks, Nick. Could, we could probably, again, like, do the listeners
14: need to hear you ask me that question?
2: Oh, it's like... Did I'm he... trying
14: to say people ring up. Let's, t- let's see what the people
2: think. Yeah, they could ring up. And then I'll have to go and open the document bit that says where the phone number is. I hate you so much. 0208-1234-098. There it is. I, I trust you to remember the 1234 bit. I think that shows you. Anyway. Um, want talk a song. To Tiny, tiny wee bit more about some of the people that were rumoured that don't seem to have happened and probably won't happen. Um, Nathaniel Ch- Tulliver was completely ruled out. It was never in for him. I said I was in the middle of saying at some point about the derisory Callum-McManaman bit. That's not going to happen now by the looks of things. Uh, we were linked for quite some time with Nathan, I think it's pronounced Ake, from Chelsea. That move never materialised. Jordan Ayou uh, seems not to be the case. He was rumoured to be one of the players players who could be arriving at 9pm for the medical but it turns out that's not the case at least we don't think unless he was under that blanket that we think was hiding aj so that's i think that's everyone that we've kind of well certainly at the time we start i started writing the document everyone that we were linked link with uh five-year plan reporting the aj deal is not a done deal well we'll see how that goes um i'm, I'm sure there's prob- i'm sure there's probably a medical and paperwork still to be be sorted but as far as i think far as the um player is concerned that the move is happening
13: so we'll see what happens you can you can only you can only see what happens i'll say about sky sports have, def, have uh have said that the the loan deal is cameron Jerome from stoke one of the loans well there you go mate there you go 40 seconds ago that was put up so uh
14: nick you want to talk sky sports um i was reading on twitter earlier when i was cooking my dinner about um idiots <laughs> at the training ground behind uh, the reporter is this? But uh, can anybody tell me anything about that?
4: It's not very
2: exciting. They are just kids dancing around like idiots. Is just what <laughs> happened. It's at every single Premier League ground. They do it every transfer window, don't they? They seem to round up the local morons and get them to uh, dance around like em- embarrassing idiots. To be honest, the Palace lot weren't anywhere near as bad as some of the ones we that were on show. I think the Everton ones really were quite
14: special. Um All road, more Twitter news there. Fairhead. What's that one? Uh That is
2: uh Palace of Failed in another late bid. Uh for Danish Gigantor Simon. <laughs> Macignan,
14: Macignan, I've never heard of him. Uh that's that interesting. That was very rhythmic. Say that again like that? Yeah. That'd be a no. song for him, wouldn't it? I don't know. I will oh, not Um I asked in the chat room how the show's gone so far and uh, apparently it was just mainly jail swearing at Hambo and Hambo getting all Terry Wogan. <laughs> <laughs> Terry That's Wogan? <laughs> Thanks, uh, Danny, for that in
13: the chat room. Can I, um, there's a, a fella called um, We Are Brighton on um, on Twitter and he's he's basically sent a message to Glenn Murray and said, hi, Glenn, hope you're on an the mend. Any chance of telling us why you left Brighton? Get well soon and all that.
2: Bit weird didn't it he left left brighton because he got a chance to go to a better club didn't he
13: because i wish yeah yeah so yeah <laughs> <laughs> see how i'm stopping yeah listen i, I yeah, hope you appreciate that... this yeah i really do news in,
14: news in from the chat room hambo you've, you've <laughs> been sold to swindon mate <laughs> <See> you
13: <then. laughs> do you know a what che- a cheese sandwich <laughs> <laughs> and it's a loan deal seriously the way i feel at the moment <laughs> a loaf deal
14: well, I've thanks Kev uh, Kev PFC PFC for that in the chat room
2: I've lost control of my own flipping show <laughs> um. uh, you see this is a problem now. now everyone's like "Um, so what, what are we going to do next come on you want to talk
14: <laughs> Um, yeah so how, how's uh, what team are we going to have out against Man United then are we going to get anybody else in is the big name is AJ the big name signing that I've heard rumoured
11: No. Well, AJ's not a very big name, is it? It's just (laughs) two letters, really. Not a very big player, are they?
14: (laughs) What they're going to do, they're going to get Dwight Gale and AJ on the pitch at the same time, but in a long overcoat, Scooby-Doo style, and they they can both play.
12: Add Johnny Williams to that. You might have a complete player.
13: Harry <laughs> Redknapp on Twitter said, I can confirm Joey Barton. His phone hasn't rung once tonight. Transfer deadline day.
2: There you go. Um, I just, Do you know what? I'm so angry with all of you.
13: <laughs> he sounds angry, doesn't he? Like he could crush a grip. <laughs> um,
2: Oh, I, I, I'm allowed to talk now, am I? Thanks, guys. Go on, You're boss. You're so good. No, it's fine. Um, funny Twitter. Steve Bruce has apparently arrived back at the whole training ground. He's convinced he left a pasty in his desk drawer. That seems <laughs> that seems a fake fake <laughs> update there. Thanks for that, uh, had. Um, I actually I actually did, just tried to send the guys a message in the, the chat there saying no talking over each other. I couldn't even finish the sentence. I've left the word other out of it. So, yeah. Um, it's Somebody been fun. Yeah, it's been exactly. It's been fun the last few minutes, but um, we could get some sort of organisation. and We can get some of your opinions on the actual.
13: Um, he does look like he's, he's been pumped up, going. doesn't he, Steve Bruce? Who's he, that? he looks like someone's put one in him, yeah, only in foot pumps. You get. Like get dog. Put it up his bum and and.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he, um, do you know what? I, I think the politest way I can put it is he has. He like, looks like a hamster. Something something's gone on with his face. I don't know what it is. I
13: really. Don't. That's not I, that's I why
11: a, you. He um, got beaten up.
13: He's got a foot problem. That's what it is. He can't keep him out of chip shops.
14: Mm, all right. He was um, so funny when we played him last year. When he on the touchline, looking all oh. forlorn, four 0 That was a shame that night, wasn't it?
2: <clears throat> right, okay. it was a shame.
13: Who's got? I mean, listen, oh. there's
2: uh, obviously the transfer window does close in nine minutes' time. Um, I'm quite looking forward to that now. <laughs> So we are we are running out of time to complete these last deals. In terms of confirmed deals, still nothing has been officially confirmed by the club. Obviously, people are busy. Not too sure who will still be working in there. The only confirmed deals today have been for Bannon, for Mariapa, and <laughs> isn't there another one?
14: My brain's gone completely. Nick, um, there, as, as always,
13: there'll probably be a few that get
14: announced tomorrow as well. Where-
13: they do it last year. Um, they well, always say that every year, well, didn't they? Well, well, us hope not. It's hope it's so uh, that Stevie Parish tells us tonight. Yeah, I'm sure he will. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the whole idea. Yeah, when uh, if he comes on, which will 11. be, which will be a coup, because if we can get in before Sky Sports do, that will. Um...
2: The uh, the player that was under the the coat was uh, was AJ, as confirmed um, as suspected. No. They um, um, under undercoats and everything, have This is getting Can he not ridiculous. find his magic hat? Yeah. Do you know, it's really awkward when you get a text from a mate who says, um, this is about half an hour ago, who says, uh, have you heard we're, um, we're possibly getting AJ back? It means he's not listening to my show. I mean, what's that about? Did you say he was a mate?
11: Yeah, he used to be. I don't think he is anymore.
2: <laughs> exactly. What, I... what a letdown. Quite upset about that, really. But, um... Yeah, look, I mean, we're obviously waiting on confirmation for a few of these things, but um, but it's shaping up to be a really, really strong window. So, I mean, if I could ask you guys while we're waiting for that window to shut and waiting to get in contact with Steve, if I can ask you, uh start with you, Tony. If you had to pick a team to play against Man United, and we do sign AJ and we do sign Cameron Jerome, as, as, as is rumoured, um, I'm really talking about just the striker. I don't mean to name a whole team, but uh, your front three, if you could. Front three? Yeah, you know, we, well, obviously we've been playing that. We've been playing with uh, Chemac Central and Gale and, and one of the midfielders to that left-hand side. Um, bearing in mind, well, let's just, let's just say it's punching for the sake of it. That's the kind of thing we've been playing. Uh, would you change that considering how we played against Sunderland based on the signings that we've made or will we making?
12: I would possibly not. The only possible one I would make is, is, is maybe Gale for AJ because they're quite similar. But then gail has got more pace than AJ probably has now due to him getting older. So it's difficult. I mean, they always say don't change a winning team. So um, I'd say stick with that.
2: OK. Uh, what are your thoughts on that subject, Joe?
13: Um, I mean, it, 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 it's all good at the moment, isn't it? I mean, it can only be... It can only be good for the team to have players coming in. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't. My own personal opinion is that I would, I, I would, I would let Gail stay on the pitch as long as he can. I mean, he is our, he is our big money signing this mm. year, no matter what. And I think we need to show faith in him. We've, we've obviously shown, you know, that uh, the club of, of, I'd like to know the exact amount of, you know, the exact amount, but I, I would say roughly four to foot between four and five mil. We're going to end up. For him, so I think we need to show him some, some, uh, you know, that we've got faith in him. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I just like the way it looks at the moment. Uh, yeah, like I said, last night before we all got abandoned, my only thing with with Gal and Shemak is I would like, I would like uh, him to play just off of his shoulder. I'd like to see Gal playing a little bit closer to Shemak for them little clever flicks and little and little nod-ons, and I think he will. You know, it is it is right and bright again. I just, I just, the similarities were just so, so abundantly clear to me. I was, so, I was so, it, it took me back. The whole thing made me all nostalgic, and it was just like it was twenty years ago, and it's exciting times. Well, Joe, we had a
2: we had a caller for a moment there, but he got so bored of you talking and not paying attention that he disappeared. We do have another caller on the line now. Hi, who's that? <coughs> Hello, who's that?
6: Yeah, hello there, mate. It's Jamie in West Norwood.
2: Hello, mate.
6: Yeah, so, I just heard on Sky Sport News all the way, got off the phone, said Johnson's not coming to us now. Uh, really? really? He was on the phone in the Sky Sport studio. He put the phone down on live on telly and said, right, we're not got Johnson, but Jerome Thomas might be going there. And not Jerome Thomas. Who's the Cam- other one? Cam- Cam- Cameron Jerome. Cam-
2: well, there you go. Well, something's obviously gone wrong. You yeah, know, but I mean, literally, Andrew the Wayne.
6: Scottish fella put the phone down live on telly and said that was in all the way. They haven't got Andy Johnson; he won't be going to the palace, but Cameron Jerome might well be.
2: Well, interesting stuff, Jamie. we'll, we'll see how that uh, how that develops, and we'll certainly get the, the word from Steve Parish on, on what happened with that with yeah, that, that okay, mate, good luck to you. Thanks a lot, mate. Cheers. 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 Well, there well, well, there you go. Down There you go. Well. Let's just let's just see
13: what happens. Let's just see how it, uh, how it all pans out. That's strange. Up. That is strange for him to actually be at the ground and not sign.
14: Mm. Maybe well. it wasn't him under the blanket. Maybe it was bent <laughs> on his knees.
13: Mm, very well. Listen, you,
2: you, you, just, you, know, you David, just don't know. We've been for, well. You've seen enough uh, enough transfer windows in your time that. Um, not no. this exciting. True?
13: anyone else watching Sky Sports? Not for Palace. Is any, was anyone else watching when that happened? Uh no, well, I don't know. Obviously lots of lots
2: of people well I got I got a text saying the exact same thing so um from oh, someone else. So there you go. I mean like I say this it's the transfer window for you it changes all the time. You know, I could say with absolute certainty that the player himself believed he was signing for us. And uh there you go. So
13: Dina Dina Collins on Twitter has just said they dangled the dream and then threw it back in my face. <laughs> 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 it's,
2: it's a good way of putting it for uh for Dina. <laughs> I <laughs> she's still suffering from the elbow she took in the half away on the, on Saturday. Um but very po- very poetic nevertheless. Um Yeah though, so there you go. I mean like I said, you apparently that's come from me and Holloway via via a a reporter was that on on Sky Sports News, but we'll just have to see what happens. I can't I can't say any more than that. I mean obviously without betraying a confidence I you know someone uh, someone who who does uh, who does know AJ directly, um, was says that the player himself was and uh was incredibly um convinced that the, the move was happening. And uh Mark Mark Ritson has said the player wearing a bobble hat walked around the back with Manos shadowing him again, stand by. So um there you go. Uh, that was that was just before the AJ thing said I do you know, speculation. If he was with Alex Manos, you could have suggested that maybe that the um, the medical was the issue there. So we'll see what happens. Two It'd be minutes.
13: Ho- two minutes.
14: It'd be
2: horrific uh, if that's
14: the case, wouldn't it? But there you go. Tweet, tweet from John Burgess. Why Cameron Jerome? Why? <laughs> 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 I, I it, but that's that's my interpretation.
2: <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean, listen. The n- news is just breaking all over the place, and the, the trouble with this is that you just you just don't know whether someone has got the wrong end of the stick or or what you know people can say like for all we know Cameron Jerome isn't there and AJ was never there or that sort of stuff my you know the information I got was uh, was pretty good um and it, for me just well for that to have not happened I would say that something has definitely gone wrong uh in terms of the transfer and um uh yeah mark richardson is saying that aj is talking to the palace officials now so um there you go so he's definitely there the deal was definitely supposed to be done so you can either speculate that something has gone wrong with the medical or there has been some disagreement with qpr over the fee and the um,
11: that he's talking them whilst lying down probably says a lot
14: <laughs> um yeah. in the chat room glazier to eagle seems to think that that can only he can only imagine that aj's failed the medical or the Bentner deal is back on.
2: Well, I suppose that's the other one, isn't it? Uh, That—that's that, uh, a very good point. I hadn't hadn't even considered that. But um, I mean, whatever, the whatever, happens, shut. whatever happens, Sorry. the window is shut. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Nick. I'm going to sack you. If you talk over me again, just so you know, I'll do it live on air. Oh, I was trying to make him talk over me again. <laughs> oh, you wait, hold on. Uh, so, so, Nick, I mean, now the window's shut. What's your thoughts on um,
11: on how it's all gone? Well, we don't...
2: Well, it's just... Well, <laughs> sorry.
14: Sorry, I'll stop.
11: You um, can't suck him now. The window's shut. Oh, no,
14: yeah. <laughs> Shit, yeah, I can't get anyone else in, can I? It's too late. <laughs> it's slightly
11: you we'll have to stick with him, Gov. Mm, yeah. All
2: right. You've got a last-minute reprieve. It does look like we've got a, <clears throat> another, another call. Oh. Are we ringing something? <clears throat> Oh, we're ringing Steve Parrish. what Are we supposed to do that? Hello. Hi, Steve. It's uh, Chris Hamlin on Hull Radio. How are you?
6: How good. How are you?
2: Um, Emotional. It must have been incredible for you because I literally um, haven't been able to fit, follow this while trying to do the show. Um, I suppose that's right. my opening question. How has it all been?
6: Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty hectic, really. We're, we're actually still not done.
2: <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Um, do we need to uh, call you back another time, or do you want to...?
6: <laughs> no, 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 no. I just called you, didn't I? So I thought it's just a good time to do it. It'll be too late, really. Yeah, no,
2: fair dues. Mm-hmm. No, I appreciate that. Um, well, I don't know how much you can or can't tell us. I, I mean, obviously, the, the biggest news for Palace fans on, on Twitter and what have you has been the situation with AJ. Um, have you got anything you can tell us on that?
13: Yeah, it's not happening.
6: Oh, oh
8: right.
13: a shame.
6: Are you allowed to tell us why, or...? Um, I don't think we could agree a few with QPR. I, I'm not, to be honest, we've got three going on. Yeah. And, um, I'm not completely over the top of it. We, we had a deal done and, um, we thought it was all agreed. And then at the last minute it wasn't.
2: Right. Okay. Uh, I think I can, uh, I think I can understand that. Um, with the, uh, business still to go, um, I obviously, I don't want to get any names off you, but, um unless you want to give them, of course. But, uh, I mean, what sort of positions are we talking about here?
6: What, the two that we've got we're doing now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the two we're doing now is a defensive, uh, well, a box-to-box centre midfielder. hmm And uh, a striker.
2: Okay, fantastic. Are
6: you hopeful those are going to get done? Yes, yes. You, you know, you can, um, you can get a little extension just to do the paperwork. Mm. So we filed for an extension, so if you if you read the basic terms of the deal, you can get an extension to do the paperwork, and that's what we've just filed.
2: okay, that's fantastic. well um yeah, well, hopefully that goes, uh, that goes well for you in terms of the business done um, I mean obviously it's gone back it's gone right down to the wire again, you're right down to transfer deadline day. I mean have these deals been in the pipeline for quite a period of time?
6: Yeah, you know, Nicholas Benton obviously was the big one. You know, we thought we had that done, and then Podolski got injured, and Arsenal had second thoughts because they haven't got enough strikers, which is fair enough. And then they were trying to do another striker today. I don't think it's a big secret who it was, mm. and uh, it didn't come off. So uh, unfortunately, Nifas couldn't sign for us, and he, um, he remains an Arsenal player. And um,
2: well, I suppose is there any kind of indication that that might be something you could revisit in January? Was it going to be a permanent deal?
6: Um, Well, it depends how he does at Arsenal. You know, I mean, I I would, you know, I've spoken to Nicholas and, uh, you know, still being an Arsenal player is not the worst thing in the world, is it? No,
2: absolutely not.
6: You know, and and, and Arsenal not letting you go because they want to lose you. So maybe it's an opportunity for him, you know. I've got a lot of time for the guy. You know, I, I met him, I think he's a smashing bloke. I think he would have been absolutely sensational for us. Mm. Um, you know, he's, he t- tonight he's very disappointed because he wanted to come and play for Palace, which that's you know, he just wants to play. You know, so and and I met him, I met him twice, and you know, he just there was a guy there that really just wanted to come and help us and be, be a part of the you know the project that we've got and the things that we're trying to achieve. So. Um, you know, everybody's a bit disappointed, but, you know, yeah. he's still an Arsenal player, which is, you know, which is a, a fantastic thing to be as yeah. well. So, he's, he, you know, it's, it's it's not the end of the world. Mm. Um, no,
2: absolutely. Uh, I Obviously, gut, gutted to hear that he was so keen to come and we couldn't quite get there. But, I mean, let's not mince our words there. It's been a fantastic transfer window from, from a... Palace fan viewing it, sort of view because it's not something we we're used to getting so many people in in so many different positions, and you know exciting players as well. I mean, I mean the, the Bannon deal was, wasn't it? Was, it was sort of almost out of nowhere, really, and that's quite an exciting signing when you consider that uh, how he's been talked about by previous managers. Um, have all the players been sort of easy to convince to come?
6: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I think that you know the win helps at the weekend. Mm. Um, and, and generally, how we played in the first two games. Um, yeah, I think, you know, we've got some problems, haven't we? Because we, there is that chance we'll get relegated, you know, in, in people's mind. So you've got to think about what's the money if you get relegated and all that kind of stuff. But people have been very, very positive about us staying up. You know, Nicholas, for example, wasn't even thinking about relegation or... You know, so... Um, You know, sorry, I was just getting a message that one of our deals might have gone through. Oh, okay, fantastic. But, sorry, I'm just just trying to... You go ahead. (laughs) we will
2: just let you, uh, got
6: to get your priorities straight. So, yeah, no, people want to come to us. Um, You know, it's not, that's not ubiquitous. You know, not everybody wants to come to us. You know, we've got to realise where we are at the moment. You know, in five years' time, I hope a lot more players want to come to us but you know we've got a certain type of player that wants to come to us and some of them might be a little bit broken you know and they might have had problems where they are and we've got to pick them up and help mend them a little bit and give them another chance some of them will be on their way up from the championship you know so that's really where we are probably okay, um, that's, that's... Yeah, and, and I think that's fine you know because me and Ian are fine you know I'm, I'm we, we, listen probably three quarters of the way through the transfer window what we realised was, was that if we had a team that would terrify the championship, then then you know we've got a decent team to survive in the Premier League, and then if we get relegated, you know, and that's not what something we want to do or we're planning for. We want to try and stay up, and I think people have seen the business we've done that that's our intention. Yeah. But if we did, we want a we want a team that's going to stay. You know, we didn't want to just have all loanies and and people that were just there for the short term. So. Um, that that's really what we've tried to achieve. Obviously, now we've finished with the window, we've got to look at one or two contract situations with players who have got a year left. Yep. And and look at look at where we want to be at the end of the year. Okay. So um, that that's what we're trying to do. Did um, I mean,
2: we obviously, we heard about Ramage going out to um to Barnsley, which you know, obviously, gutted in, in many ways because he's such a great player. But it's good to get see him go out and get some some football I can understand the move um, was there any other outs that were confirmed that we've missed
6: no we've talked to a few people remember that the window reopens for um, championship loans oh yeah of course so so we can, we can still do some people out I mean you know, we, we, the problem is you've got in the Premier League is a 25 man squad obviously so <clears throat> that, that needs to be put in and that will mean a couple of players will be outside that squad so we will be looking to uh, move a couple out
2: Okay. Um, just noticing that Mark Richardson is still trying to work out who one of the players is. Um, I suppose we still got. Is it well, the deal that's done? Are you? Do uh, you got the message about? Is it? Is it definitely done? Or. <laughs>
6: Hopefully, yeah. I need to get off the phone really and, and find out. But, um, <laughs> All right,
4: No, we'll let you I go. Think,
6: then I think it, I think it was the midfielder or the striker. I'm not sure. One of the two. <laughs> but, but we'll, but listen, I'm not. I'm not doing the admin, so it won't make any yeah. difference getting me off the phone. They're either done or they're not. We'll, you know, we'll find out. But right. look, I think we'll have signed it's 14, 16 players. Yeah, which is.
2: Just great phenomenal, business phenomenal work yeah this I, I can't i mean all i can pick up on it is i'm sure you've seen it yourself as well when you had time to have, have a look is that the palace fans in general are just so happy with with what's been going on and the you know it's the ambition as well it's you know okay some might be crying that there's no big name signings it's but it's not like you didn't try and but some of these names these players are, are big players and got premier league experience so we're you know we're all delighted i think tony had a question if you've got time
12: I was just going to say that I was, you know, I think like many fans, we're all delighted with the amount of signings we've got. I mean, um, as you mentioned, we've got so many signings, which, you know, in previous windows, you know, you're always sitting there waiting for the, you know, transfer deadline day to see who you're signing. But I mean, I just want to get your thoughts on some of the massively marquee signings we've had. Like, you know, Campania looks like a massively promising player and Shamak as well. I mean, these, these aren't sort of... You know, play, I mean, these are players that people have heard of and are massively up-and-coming, so I just want to get your thoughts on that.
6: Well, look, you know, whoever watched the game, the last two games, I mean, Mariam's got just so much quality. Mm. You know, you don't get signed to Arsenal. We spoke to lots and lots of people. You know, we spoke to Bordeaux, we spoke to people that know Mariam, Shamak and, you know, Bordeaux would have been back in a heartbeat. You know, and, and he's, he's such a great lad. He's got such an amazing attitude. He just wants to play. He hasn't played as much as he wanted to at Arsenal. Um, and and ma- 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 you know, maybe he's not quite there for them. You know, maybe he's not quite a Robin van Persie or a, what they're looking for. But you know, he's, he's, a, he's you know, there's a there's a there's a big gulf between us and them. And, and, you know, he, he proved on Saturday you know, the ball was like a magnet. You know, we were smacking it into him and he was controlling it and he chased everything. I mean, the second goal is obviously all about, you know, daily and the penalty and all that stuff. But look at it before, you know, he chases a lost calls. you know, just keeps it in, you know, plays it inside, um, gets a lucky deflection. But it's all this persistence. Yeah. Um, that makes that goal. You know, um, anybody. You know, campaign his quality in the first half. Yeah, he's got. You know, he's probably got to get a bit stronger and a bit fitter for the English game. But you know, any you know, you could see his quality. Just a, a fabulous player. Little Gailey, I think people are starting to see what he's all about. You know, I thought the the, the bravery of taking the penalty, winning the penalty first of all you know, little, little touch of past players in the, in, the, in the opportunism to see the opportunity and then, you know, nipping in front of O'Shea. Just loads and loads of positives. Um, yeah. You now, obviously, Peter Ramage, with, with, you know, you mentioned him with sad to see go. He's a great servant to the club, did, you know, great work for us. But, you know, we've got to move on. And, and Adrian, you know, mariaphas come in. He's, you know, he's got pace. He'll give us some pace in the back line. You know, it will let us play a bit higher up the pitch. Um, you know, a lot of the a lot of the I know people have mentioned his height on the forums and all that yeah, stuff, but yeah. a lot of football's played around your feet in the Premier League. You know, it's a different game. You know, we've got Jedi and we've got we've got Damien, you know, they'll smash at us all day long. Um, sometimes, you know, we need a bit of, you know, speed around the feet. We need you know, we need to guard against balls over the top, you know, we're gonna play against you know You know, the Walcots and and these kind of players have got electric pace. You know, we we need a bit of pace in the back line. So, you know, I met him today. He's a great kid. You know, Barry Bannon is a footballer. You know, if you think Jose, you know, he's a footballer. You know, maybe, you know, Barry, Jose, we've got passes in there now that can move the ball and keep the ball. You know, you're not going to do well in the Premier League unless you keep the ball. You know, if we keep giving the ball back to the Arsenal and the Man City and we don't keep the ball, you know, we're not gonna have a good sign. So, you know, we need players that can that can love the ball and keep the ball and protect it and look after it. Um, so,
8: you know, I think if like everybody
6: um... we signed, we we probably wouldn't have been able to sign one of them in the championship. You know, we wouldn't have had the money to sign one of these players. Mm. So, we, we've got full team players that 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 are players that we wouldn't have been able to sign in the championship. And I'm I'm absolutely ecstatic that we're able to do that.
2: Yeah. yeah, you and me both. Very um, right, okay, quick,
14: guys. Uh, I think it was uh, Nick first and then gel to very quickly ask you some questions. Yeah, yeah. Um, have, how's the learning curve steepness going? What was your first big transfer window? How's it all feeling as, as, as running the club? Has it been a hard day?
6: Yeah, honestly, you know, probably, if, look, the way I am, I've, I'm probably a bit flat because... You know, now, knowing what I know now, I, I could have done it better. You know, Ian knows, you know, we, we've signed so many players and, and it is such a huge learning curve. You know, we we could have made it, we could have done an even better job of it. So, I'm um, I'm probably a bit flat, to be honest. I shouldn't be because the players we've brought in, have, you know, have, have added quality everywhere. But, you know, I'm just a bit, yeah, I could have, you know. sound like you I'm need to lie better, down, mate. Really. Really.
8: <laughs>
6: yeah. yeah yeah probably I do i I need to reflect on it, don't I? but mm. um look, look, we're just trying to do the best we can for this football club, you know, all the people there, the people that are still at the club tonight, fellow Alexander and Chris and Alex Manos is you know still there, you know moving people's knees around and arms and checking they' are all right in one piece and all that sort of stuff. you know everybody's just trying to do their best for the football club. And we care so much about trying to keep us in this league. I mean, it's the only place you want to be. So, um, I think it's going to leave you a little bit flat because you look back and think, oh, maybe we could have done a better job. But all in all, I'm, I'm I'm satisfied. And I think we'll, we'll you know, I'm really, really hoping we'll be all right.
2: OK, that's fantastic. Still, potentially, well, you've still got another window to come in January. That might be fun. <laughs> um... Joe, just, uh, just to finish, finish off just your, little,
13: your question, if it's still bad. Yeah no. yeah, no, Steve, he said about the pace of the premiership and everything. I, the one thing I did notice about, about against Sunderland is we, all of a sudden, we have a, 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 like, so much pace about the side. Our counter-attacking, where we used to rely on you know, one or two, especially Wilf doing his tricks and a bit of pace down the right-hand side and, 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 uh, and Yannick down the left, um, we've now got pace... It looks like we've got pace everywhere um, It's just It's just fantastic I mean it, Was that one of the things that you I know you're looking at players For every position But is that Does that seem to be like a key ingredient When you're looking?
6: Yeah definitely We thought we'd lost that with Wilf You know, that, 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 you know And obviously Yannick's You know Not fit at the moment So Pace, quality you know, it's, it's all very well having pace, but you've got you've got a quality on the ball with it. You know, and I think Jason particularly was sensational at the weekend. Um, you know, yeah. Ian Ian just Ian loves Jason punching. You know, and I've always been a fan as well ever since he scored that trick against us.
13: <laughs> yeah,
6: um, exactly. Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. Pace is fine, but you've got a pace with quality, and I think that's what we're adding. Um, yeah. And and but also don't forget, it's Ian tactically. You know, you've got to get you've got to get the pace and the players in the right place you've got to get the runners around the ball where the ball is and um, you know when we play well it doesn't happen by accident you know there's a lot of hard work on a training pitch Um, but you know we're also going to have much tougher tests no disrespect to Sunderland we're going to have much tougher teams to play Um, we're going to have teams that move us about a lot more and when, when we do we're going to have to play on the break a lot and that's where again your pace comes in you know is invaluable so you know Bear in mind, we've got Yannick's come back. We've got Jimmy Kebo with the shine. I mean, Kebo alone, you know, I've loved Jimmy Kebo for years. For years, I've been petrified every time he's on the pitch against us. <laughs> um, you know, he's a, he can score. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's tall for a winger. He can score his head. You know, he, he can destroy um, left-backs and, and, and left midfielders on his day with his trickery and his pace. Um... You know, I think we've you know, we've got a chance. We've we've put together some really good players and really good characters as well. And if we can get them to gel as a team, um, I think we've we've really got, you know, no problem at all.
2: Okay, fantastic. Well Steve, look, I'm gonna let you go. Obviously you've still got plenty to do, so thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to us and I know it's been massively appreciated by the listeners and ourselves as well. So thanks so much pleasure. and thank you Cheers, thanks, Steve. Always a pleasure. Great window.
13: Cheers out. Cheers, man. Steve,
2: Bye now. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, fantastic. Well, wow, like from the saying, horse's
13: mouth. There
2: you how go, good man? is that? Well, you know, I just can't speak highly enough of, of Steve. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't have to do that, and every time we ask, he he does it. So, you know, got, he's obviously you know he sounds he sounded quite deflated um, with with the way it's gone and thinking about what he could and couldn't have done. But it's a difficult. You know, he he told told you heard it from him how hard it is. So, but listen, I think that's uh, the appropriate place to end the show. Um, I don't think there'll be. I think Giles just asked me the question. I don't think there'd be too many uh, chairmen of Premiership clubs who would um, who jump on just to speak. You know, this 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 close to the window as deals were still being done, just to let us know what's happening. So, again, appreciate. it. we got off to announce them
14: now? We were probably yeah. holding him up. <laughs> Sky Sports are waiting for exactly. us to finish our interview with him. <laughs> anyway, so um, listen. Thank you to every, every
2: single one of you has listened. There's plenty of you by the end. <laughs> I'm not saying I noticed that you only turn up when, when Steve's on, but fair enough, can understand it. But um, uh, I would say thank you to the presenters that are currently on. But most of them have just traumatized me for the last hour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, thanks Love to it. everyone everyone who's given their time. This will be available as a podcast for you to listen back to, uh, hopefully at some stage very soon. So, um, but yeah. Keep up to date uh, Twitter at HOL Radio, um, Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash H O L radio. And various other places on the message boards as well. Until next time, Cheerio. See ya. Homesdale
3: radio is proudly sponsored by complete Complete Signs are a producer of top quality internal and external signs for an ever-expanding portfolio of clients, including hotels, schools, local authorities and small businesses across the nation, offering a wide range of creative solutions from flat metal nameplates to neon fascia signs and everything in between. Clients are offered the highest standards in consultation and sales support to ensure complete customer satisfaction, with clients free to choose solutions from wide variety of materials including brass, aluminium, stainless steel, wood and a number of plastics. Covering most of South England with virtual offices in Croydon, Epsom, Hawley, Worcester Park in Surrey, Crowthorne in Berkshire, Regent Street West London, Docklands East London and Crawley in Brighton in Sussex. So if you're looking for the complete professional service for your sign needs, then look no further than Complete Signs. Head to their website, Complete Signs.co.uk for further information, including contact details and full office addresses.
2: It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go.